Welcome to the Nether Region. He's not like he injected him right into his ass cheek. Might as well. Might as well. Well, no, it was in his buttocks, his gluteus maximus, yeah. his arse cheek, yeah. not his anus. It's not the actual glutes. It's his arse. It's his arse cheeks. No, it's his actual cheeks. That's what it. That's the gluteus maximus. Yeah, okay, fine. I, I didn't look. The maximum I, I took glute. a film course. It's not like I, I'm actually well versed. Everyone knows your glutes are your arse. I only knew what a gluteus maximus was because I knew that was the word for that. Liters? I reckon we should always just be in a this is ridiculous. The <laughs> just okay. so like the, the, the new one starts up and the first thing is, everyone knows your glutes are your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, the thing. Well, we, at least write something down. No, we don't need to write uh, something down. Roll with down. it. Harmon We'll roll with it. Is it going? Yeah, it's going now. Oh, it's recording. shit. It's been recording since we decided to like bring Deborah in with oh, the drugs. Oh, God, right. I didn't realise. So, yeah. There you go. So the drugs corner. It's now over. <laughs> yeah, it's been completely succeeded. Opened and closed. Thanks for telling us. We had it on be... a trial period for three episodes. Now she has to go and do her own thing with a web series or something. Debs, <laughs> <laughs> you will never be Carol Vorderman except that. I don't think anybody wants to be Carol Vorderman. Probably oh. Carol Vorderman. I don't know. Wait. You're putting her on some kind of pedestal here. I don't. I don't. She's a very intelligent woman. <laughs> I she does the numbers. <laughs> she does the Just. numbers. <laughs> Reading about osteoporosis now. Oh my god, you're... I have osteoporosis. <laughs> I actually hate the period. I know. Right, okay. Hello, Wait. everybody. Oh. Welcome to the Nether Region. Once again. Once again. Like, I know this is like the... You, you thought we were we were gone for good. I, I bet you were blessed. <laughs> no, but we decided to... Uh, uh, we invested in a new microphone, so the sound's a little bit better. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. Um, so every time we tap the table, it doesn't feel like a nuclear bomb's going off. Well, or when I'm putting them, that was because you were knocking it off the table over and over again. I thought you were going to say you're going to knock them back on the beers and keep putting them down. Yeah, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> slamming them. <laughs> but it was the same with uh, like even when Chris done that stupid thing with the cans like right next to the mic, and then it's like so, and a, a lightning bolt has went through the fucking current of the microphone and up into the nether. It's like, the nether. Boom. <laughs> Big name dropper. I know. <laughs> Try to get net. some. Try to get some. Recognition there. Uh, but from show. what? Your own show. Oh, <laughs> I'm going meta. Right into the nether regions. Oh my god. We were talking about Hitler already. I was going to say we can't avoid it, but it's already happened. Yeah, Hitler's <laughs> been popping up in our conversations tonight a lot. Has he? That's just twice and already. Uh, that's too topic. much. <laughs> I've got the same birthday as Hitler. By the way, did you see the uh, Austrian news today? Apparently, like they were elected a new leader. And uh, they rejected the the right wing one because oh, yeah. and, and the headlines all were it's like this will be the first time that well it, it'll be the first time since uh, World War Two that they actually considered electing a right wing leader. It's like oh dear that's name dropping Hitler. But did, oh, was right. was he actually the leader of Austria? No. Oh, God, now you're asking. He was Austrian, but then he led World War Two because he, he didn't angry World War Two. <laughs> no, that's, that's fair. He <laughs> I, know, I only really, <laughs> we'll fix it in post. <laughs> I only really know about World War One and Archduke Franz Ferdinand and a sandwich shop and the guy that shot him. The sandwich shop. No, that's what happened. <laughs> no, 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 no. The guy, the guy that was meant to. Assassinate so not the Archduke. fact that he got shot, but the fact he was in a sandwich shop. No, the, assa- the assassinator. Assassin. <laughs> the assassin. The assassinator. The new 80s TV show. I know. He, he failed his attempt and then he went, fuck this. And he went to a sandwich shop 
and then he walked out with his sandwich and then there was the archduke and went I'm going to I'm going to riddle him <laughs> <laughs> absolutely ruined his day I heard it was because a boy called Archie Duke shot an ostrich because he was hungry where did you hear that? <laughs> you don't watch Blackadder? No, probably not <laughs> <laughs> no, not enough I've just seen is that the one with the, the people that moan about the I'll point you a second time or is that Man of Dragon? No, that's uh, Blackadder. Oh, Blackadder <laughs> is the historical one, and then in the fourth oh, series, he's in World War One. That's one with Mr. Bean in it, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. I don't know if I, I can't be bothered with it. <laughs> by the way, I, I'm actually standing by my. Uh, what's it? I'm, I'm going to stand by it. I'm going to say Mr. Bean's Christmas special is probably one of the best Christmas specials of all time. You have to stop mm. going with these obscure shit. That, like, we don't. Uh, we can't argue that. I'm like. Could be. You've I'm never not, seen, I've not it. seen it. <laughs> no, I've not seen it. Is this a cartoon one or the real one? No, the real one. The cartoon right. mum was literally just noises in a teddy. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the I real one he, as well? Mm-hmm. That's the real one as well. Literally, they pay Rowan Atkinson, like, I don't double, know, fi- I double fi- them. 50 grand an, e- an episode to come in at our recording booth and just make some noises. Probably <laughs> <laughs> just paid them 15 million for one afternoon of nonsense. <laughs> ah, they probably just repeated it, played it backwards, instead of all that kind of nonsense. It was weird when Mr. Bean spoke. It was almost like uh, hearing Tom and Jerry speak. Like, oh, like, I remember the movie. Yeah, and then you just oh, that freaked me out. Like, I liked the movie, like, I liked when I was a movie. kid. But, I but then when I grew older, I was like, this doesn't seem right. I, I don't know. The, w- the worst thing about that movie was that the dog that the evil parents had was like really crippling, or disabled, and you. He's obese. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's just yeah. really overwhelming. She was a woman. That was really sad. Why was that sad? He was a dick. I know he was a dick, but it's a dog. I. The one that looked like. I always thought the dog looked like Tom Hardy. <laughs> like Wait, no, do you remember the dog? <laughs> I don't remember the dog. The big, big fat one. Droopy thing that was Aye. went everywhere on a, one of those fish boards for the 90s. Yeah, what the fuck are you on about? I don't think you've seen the film. <laughs> oh, wait, you're talking about the film. I thought you were talking about the dog for the cartoon. What, Spike? No, Spike. Spike, yeah. No, Spike was the obese. He was in the best shape out of any of us in this room. I wouldn't need to take Spike in a fight. <laughs> Spike was hench. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, before right. this goes... Even further off track than it normally does. <laughs> I try to get some comic stuff. What did we all think of Doctor Strange? That's the most up-to-date one we've seen. Yeah. What did I you think? I think they should have added two more minutes to the end to make it look like a lot more time had passed than 30 minutes of him getting annoyed. Like, no. Sure. no. Right, no, sure right. This is, I knew exactly the kind of things you fuckers would complain no, about. Because you not. guys have no. no eye for subtlety. No. You have no eye for anything. No. Just shut up for a minute. Unless oh, it has a big giant kicking no. someone in the boss. No. Then it's like, no. All you it are. takes is like one line. Anything. It, right. He did it a couple of times. Obviously, it's meant to be like it's been going on for ages. Right? We get that. That it's probably, to them, it's probably been 2,000 years, maybe, or it's something. What, something ridiculous, right? Uh-huh. And that's why he's getting fed up. But it came across that they've been doing it for 23 minutes. Oh, do you mean in the final battle? Yeah, like the final battle. I like that. I like the logo, but genuinely... But it felt like it was way shorter than it had to be. I just don't understand why, when he went back to the real world, that the Omnidon Bean thing didn't just blast him away there. (laughs) Like, that was based solely on them keeping their word. (laughs) Yeah, but like, you know what I liked about Doctor Strange, right? Because I was going... When I heard it was getting made... I was curious because I didn't know how they were going to like translate him because he was a character that I didn't think would lend very well to a movie, right? Mm. But when I watched it, I liked the things that they changed about him. Like I like the fact that he is kind of arrogant in the beginning, but he's not like a dick, you know, a mm. bit like Tony Stark was. He's like, like up yeah. himself. Yeah, but like, and then, and another thing I was like, because one thing I'd always said about having magic in movies was that unless you have barriers, unless you have something that's interesting about it, 
then unfortunately it's just going to feel like your character can just do anything to solve Harry the problem. Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter. They have fucking spells that fix glasses exactly. specifically. But I'd always said no, to you guys... No, it's just Reparo. It's just a generic... Oculus Reparo. Oculus. Like fucking... I don't even like... Why, why am I defending this? I don't like Harry Potter nearly enough for that. <laughs> like literally like Harry Potter, Potter Don't try and deny that you like Harry Potter because everybody likes Potter. Shut up, Deborah. <laughs> you stay in your corner and come up with more cool facts. Better than the old one. Sorry, Deborah, your opinion is valid. No, it's not. We are don't equal... you talk to Carol like that? <laughs> we are we are an equal opportunities podcast. I mean I don't know that's like but we've... And that's why Kaylee eats chips in silence. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like as I was saying. Dodge I'm just enjoying my own personal party. So <laughs> so Harry Potter was um like I had always said to you, the problem that Harry Potter has is that it can literally do anything. Yeah. Like, there was some kind of, like, you could make well, a I mean, spell we, up or anything. We know it probably can't do anything, but there's no limitation as to what they can actually do. Like, they yeah, never set that ceiling as... No, nothing can, can bring someone back from the dead hand. Except that time... The time turner, though, Dumbledore! The time turner... Yeah, like, literally the only thing that stopped... That. <laughs> no, the literally, like, we'll talk about that stuff later on, because I was going to talk about Fantastic Beasts. Ah, we'll do that But, like, the thing about Harry Potter is that it was never about them. They argue that they never... It's never about the magic, it's about the politics behind it that stops everything and how the power play and it's a lot of crap. But really all you want to see is just a couple of wizards like knocking the hell out of each other with their rods. Like the scene in the fifth film when they're all fighting around the, the big the big the arch. Yeah, and they invented that a was, whole new combat system. That was badass, there's people turning into light and I'm like there's like the people that are like, Oh, I choose to be the white because I'm a good guy and I'm the black one because I'm a black I'm a bad guy and you're like I mean that looks cool as fuck and it was visually amazing, they're all slinging spells and that. Yeah. But then I was like what spell is that light movement one? Yeah. Why does nobody else know that except at the very end where Voldemort just grabs Harry and turns him into mist and his face is... Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about, but like... It anyway, looks good. We, it we does look good though. But what I like about Doctor Strange is that it, they do that very same thing in the sense that like there's magic and it can do a lot of things like that whole time thing was yeah, really yeah. like I love the way they use magic in that movie because you needed been... to have the talisman to do it that's yeah. What, yeah but that's the thing at least there's limitations there's, it's not it's not like Doctor Strange can just magically uh, come up with magic like something to can like to sort the entire problem yeah. he right. has to do something that requires great strength I, I like that they introduced the fact that you need that to do some of the more powerful things you need to have the cloak to do something you need to have the amulet I know these are all things of common stuff but See when you watch the movie and there's a big giant group of people that are already infinitely better than him, mm-hmm. and you're watching sat there like, any. Of, I know he's maybe a prodigy because mm-hmm. he's a very clever guy and he puts that towards it and it makes more sense. But I'm thinking yeah. to myself the entire time after that film ended, any one of those twenty people that were in that wee class yeah. could eventually become Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah, like, but that's the point. Is that see Doctor Strange like power, like in the comics at least? I don't know if they're going to do something similar with the movies, but like, the in theory. Doctor Strange, because he's the Sorcerer Supreme, like he's got a grasp of like all these magical things that only certain like people of his kind shit could turn in the New York division as well. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> there's different devices he can use because he is the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, because yeah. He, and he can access spells that no one else can. But that's the point is that he can be trusted with the resp- responsibility. That, and he can, but there's still the barrier of like, can he harness it and not make it turn himself that's into the, a villain? That's the other thing about it. Like, mm. They do have these spells. They are open to everyone. If you know about it, and it's up to yeah. these people to keep it to them. Like I can, like basically, say I've got the books, I've got the knowledge. That's for me to use. That's what I was going to say. I keep these myself because <laughs> fuck you having them because ah, it's yeah, too yeah, dangerous. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, literally anybody, because that's what it looked like. Because you remember he was shite, and he picked up a big bad book and went, oh, so that's how you do it. Like anyone on that stupid platform could go, 
Boom. If they had enough balls, they were all those stupid monks, and they went, oh, I'm going to steal the amulet. Oh, now I can do it. Like, it was, yeah, they yeah, looked yeah. at a book. But, like, that's why I'm really, I don't know how, I'm not a huge, I don't, I'm not very well versed in Doctor Strange. But no, I'm not that, well versed either. I know for a bit of In my head, I really hope that, because you'd see in the next film, he's teaming up with Thor, and that really, really funny bit at the end yeah, with the yeah, beer yeah. and that. Um, but, I'm, and then you can see that the guy's going to actually run around and kill all the other sorcerers in the yeah, next yeah, film. Yeah. Good. Aye, no, see, if he is the only sorcerer, good. Yeah. Good, because it can lead on to other things where he'd have an apprentice. That's exactly what's like good flash kind of thing. But, I, but yeah. that's the thing. In yeah. theory, like it's not a really about like who can just. It's not what the whole chosen one idea is good in the sense that you can do it, but it has to be about somebody achieving it. Mm. Doctor Strange is a good example of it because he's worked his way up to be the Sorcerer Supreme. In theory, anybody could be it. Yeah. Because so like if he was to that's die, what I'm saying. yeah. But you like, could teach Tony Stark yeah. that, and he would have the Iron Man suit. Yeah. be everything that he is to be a main player in the Avengers and all the movies yeah. with magic like that yeah. is the thing that annoys me about it that's why I think in the next film and it just, it's just me nitpicking really like because the yeah. film was a really good origin I still think Iron Man 1 is still the best one I've made in yeah. terms of origins I think Doctor Strange is a good contender in the sense that look if Doctor Strange was the thing that Marvel Studios opened with right it would probably be getting the same amount of praise that Iron Man gets You're I think if they'd opened it we'd be sat with the Illuminati right now and all the Avengers no but not that my point is it's <laughs> like because point. Iron Man was the first one we all think that oh that was the best one but it does hold the but best of time it does it, it really does I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like refute that I, I think it's a great movie I, I, I think it's still in the top five and like the best movies the Marvel Sp- ones anyway Spider-Man yeah. one was quite good yeah, but like, but I, I, but what I was gonna say was like, if it was, if it was Doctor <laughs> Strange, it would be the same thing. But because Doctor Strange is like, how, I, no well, yet. not even that. It's the fact that it's been a couple of movies along, right? So at this point, it's a couple of movies along. Everyone knows the Marvel formula. You even said that the Marvel formula can get repetitive. It's like we do kind of know what's gonna come next and what's gonna happen by the end. Mm-hmm. So with Doctor Strange, it's the same thing. We all kind of knew how it was gonna end. Definitely, but. Um, if it was the other way around and Doctor Strange came first and Iron Man came second we'd still have that same thing so I think the complaints are more at the Marvel formula rather than Doctor Strange it's still me worried about Infinity War genuinely they can movies are nice they're entertaining they come out once a year it's great you go see it love it Infinity War oh my god Iron Man is what's kicked off the Avengers which kicked off Guardians of the Galaxy kind of which kicked off Infinity War with Loki and all that Iron Man started in 2008 Infinity War doesn't really even kick off until 2018. That's 10 years of the, the same, same movie. Uh, yeah, I mean... But I'm, we still wouldn't see them. They still are entertaining. Them. What so, do we think about the title change? Because they changed... Oh, the corner again? I never actually yeah, saw it. Yeah, yeah, because it was going to be Infinity... Um, it is definitely called Infinity War. Infinity War but 1 then, and then the second one's changed. Yeah, because it was originally going to be part 1 and part 2. Yeah. And then they decided, no, we're not going to bother doing that. We'll do Infinity War and then we'll do something else after that. My guess is it's going to be um, Infinity War and then Secret War. Mm. Have they not announced the name? No, 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 they just said they were changing oh, it. Secret, that's, I like, because what if, like, because Secret War was Doctor Doom doing that, wasn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, like, like what if it's, it's like more... Thanos does it? Yeah, because... Well, it's just that... Infinity War 2, Electric Boogaloo. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's an original joke, son. Oi. Title change. No, but I, I would be, uh, like, I wouldn't, I probably, probably would say Infinity War 2 if it got, you know, they, and they didn't need to revert it to somebody else. But my guess is, is that this whole theory about Fox characters 
and like other Marvel characters colliding in like a, in a, in, like a new universe yeah, yeah. like that I'd always theorised um, it would make sense for them to change it to Secret Wars because that's essentially what the I name's like that given and that it's like a, either a pocket universe or a, a universe that's been mashed together with the other ones so that if it does happen it's a big event in itself because and I think it's a good idea based on like the legacy of part one and part two movies because um, see because I was having this discussion with Martin last night the biggest problem I think that Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1 and 2 has is that people tend to favour one or the other, right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, Jamie's asking for uh, Jamie's getting a beer run. <laughs> I'm not, not going to do this finger pointing. No, we're not, we're not, we're not. Anymore. Do you want a beer? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like giving we're you the getting, eyes. We're getting way too formal. It's like, right, no, as I was saying, the main problem that Part 1 and 2 have is that, <laughs> with the Harry Potter one, is that one's based more in, one's based in character. And then the second one's more like a repercussion of that. If you did watch part one and part two back to back, like as a seamless movie, it uh-huh. is perfect. It is a good movie, right? But because it's obviously it's divided up that way, you kind of have to make a concession and say, look, they, ha- they have a character building one in the first one, and uh, like in the first half, and then in the second half, that's when the big action comes. Yeah. It's like, it makes sense. It makes people kind of grudge the first film sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But I think what's going to happen is, like, if, if they did do a part one and part two, it would suffer the same issues. So, like, if we went to see Infinity War, and then we said, uh, oh, I love the character building that they're doing. Like, I don't know, the Avengers are set up really well. Spider-Man's been brought in to see it very coherently. Uh, everyone's got their own motivations to play in this game. And then the second one comes along, and we're expecting something similar. But then the, net, but then the entire movie is just them fighting Thanos. So then we just be like sitting there getting bored by it because there's no because there's no drama in the new one. It just goes to show exactly how how that second movie big big fight scene can actually happen because like yeah. remember the Hobbit. Yeah. Especially three. Oh, like, everybody knows. Everyone's talking about. But remember the third film. Yeah. I'll, where we're, the very we're, beginning. You, you, you're, you're saying to me, remember it? I've never forgotten how much no. that movie's fucking but, scarred. See, but, see the third film when it begins with the smog fight. I'm like, this is the end of the movie, and then they went. Battle of Five Armies, and I'm thinking they got three, three quarters of the way through the film, and they went, "Oh my God, we only have four armies." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the orcs, the dwarves, the humans, and the elves. The and animals. No, 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 it was like no. Do you know what the fifth army was? More orcs. <laughs> no, no, no. It was fe- it was the phoenixes. No, no, the, the, the eagles. Sorry. The eagles in that cunt that was a bear. Yeah, oh, it was language, <laughs> language, and also eagles don't count as an army. That's it's what I'm saying. Yeah. The fifth oh. army was that secret army that they claimed over some bricks and went, "Oh my god, it's another army." Yeah. And I think they genuinely got to that point in the film and went, "Oh my god, we don't have a fifth army." But that no, that movie is like oh, it's um, wrong. No, no, that no. is don't get into it. No, right. but like. I will never forget how much of a mess that is, and they even confess how much of a make how a mess it is in the making of supplements. Just go to show like, like literally, two, two Jackson's a bad thing. They actually had to cancel a block of filming, take a break for the winter, and go back to recording it because they had no idea what they were doing. No, it's too, much, like, too much action is a bad thing. Like the third act of a Bourne film is way too long. See the third act with the chase scene. Oh, and you're on about um, the, the fourth one they made the with Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner, that fucking oh. chase scene goes on. And then it's like they're getting chased down by a superhuman Chinese guy in a white suit. Mm-hmm. And then he fucking, he must have died from that car accident he was in. But then he gets back up, nicks a motorbike, and it goes on for another 10 minutes. Oh, and then that. he just crashes and dies again. Do you want to know what the best bit was when they reintroduced that guy from the first film? And um, everybody went, who the fuck's that? And then you had these, 
I don't know, diehard Jason Bourne lore people, they went, yeah. that's the man he stabbed with a biro. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the point. That guy it's jumped out in that film, it was another film. That guy jumped out there was a like, that's biro, man. I read an article when Mad Max came out, the new one, and, and it said like there's, there needs to be a perfect balance between character and action because one needs to confer- complement the other. Right? Because you, there's plenty of movies that, we, we were just actually talking about this before we started recording, that there's loads of movies that are actually just action. Yeah. And very rarely do they actually build a story around it that makes sense. Because then you're just going to have a Point lot of... Break 2015, if anyone saw it, that is just... No. Right. No. Oh my God, I'm going to put no. some knowledge on how shit movies can get. <laughs> oh my goodness. I thought we were going to talk about that one with the, 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 the hermaphrodite time travel. Oh, I'll get to that at some point. That's fucking wild as well. No. <laughs> Point Break was originally about just going for money and a guy goes, I think, wee bit too into the undercover and kind of finds it difficult to get out. Point Break 2015 is about extreme sports people that want to find the eight chakras of the natural world and then use their incredible extreme sport ability to steal money and give it to the poor. That sounds like an anime. It's it's garbage. It's actually terrible. No. It's time for another fun drug fact. This better no, be good. This better be good because you're interrupting my point break, Kate. No. Oh my God. Adolf Hitler, <laughs> again. Point break not and then Adolf Hitler. Use, not only did he use eye drops containing cocaine, he also rinsed his sinuses repeatedly with cocaine. This guy was not only injecting Mandy. a mixture of vitamins and amphetamines into his buttocks every second day, he was rinsing his sinuses with cocaine. No wonder he went... You know, no wonder that he did what he insane, did. Yeah. I mean, no wonder he thought he was doing everything right. So imagine act- being that high. Let's go, did you? That's a brilliant idea. Fucking yes, we're running about. Wait, that's the thing is that see, what's it? Point break. <laughs> Point break. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, it's garbage. It's t- no. It doesn't ha- no. No, because we get we get into the discussion about Hitler and drugs. We're going to end up going to a dark place. I don't want to go there. I can't explain. How bad it is! I literally stayed up until two in the morning to watch it when I was at like work. Suicide Squad. No, I was no. Uh-huh. I was, I we'll get there. I was watching Suicide Squad nine times in a row before I watched this movie again. That's gar- a big claim. No, yeah, that is a big garbage. Claim. It was terrible. Okay, okay. So it was, was it? Well, I'm trying to think of that. Right, how bad, bad are we talking? Right, was you, it. have you Say ever seen it. the Last Airbender? Yes. What? Worse than, than the that. last airbender. Have you seen? It is the is worst that movie. That's not Randall scored at twelve percent. I don't care. What about what it is? This new point break movie. Right. This guy. I'm going to turn the game down just in case. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's getting angry. Stuff. He's a fucking motocrosser, and then he goes. Everyone's like, "Oh, follow my line." They keep calling it "follow my line." Like I'll find the safe Hitler route. Did that. Yeah, he <laughs> did. <laughs> oh god, we didn't want to go there. He's on and on about it, and then he's like, "Follow my line." And then he ends up getting his pal killed because he tries to do a motorcycle jump off a cliff onto another cliff. Yeah, but Point Break was never supposed to be a it's Holy Grail of movies anyway. No, but this one's <laughs> no. even worse. You can't see it out of any film. Like, it's terrible. Ah, oh, but it was never meant to be a Holy no, Grail listen, of films. No, but break. that's the point is that when you've got action movies, they don't claim to be anything no. more than just action movies. Aaron, it starts out on a motocross track and then a guy dies because instead of trying to pull him over the cliff, he tries to pull his motorbike onto the cliff and you're like, you're a fucking idiot to begin with. And then second off, it goes seven years later, which I fucking hate because it just jumps over shit and he's still depressed, <laughs> but he's somehow got a job at the FBI. 
Right, right. He just went from motocross to the FBI. Yeah, he went from a motocross. Because that's a career jump right. that's really, so really... That's what my dad did. In seven years, he's been... For anyone that didn't get that joke, our dad did motocross. <laughs> Don't worry, he's not the FBI. He's a joiner. He's a joiner. No, he's an FBI joiner. Oh, no, he's at the MOD yeah. doing the fucking door no, cleaning. No, I'm not joking. They literally jumped from him being an FBI to him snowboarding with them, and then another guy died, and then he goes, but that was my line again. And then he goes, no. When he committed, it was his line, and then he's in with the terrorists. Yeah, and then like he's, they, oh, there's terrorists. Yeah, like <laughs> you, no, you forget he's in the FBI. You forget <laughs> the terrorists, and then all of a sudden the rock climbing when he's got a gun, right? So why? Do, uh, and he sees the guy, and the guy's like fifteen feet off the ground, and he's like, stop, stop, and you're like, just shooting him in the legs, and oh, then you fall off. But no, he decides to free climb after him up this fuck off cliff and then we get to Aye. the top and he tackles him off the top of it down a waterfall this is like a shit movie it's garbage <laughs> and, then the, right, and then this is the worst bit he tackles him off they fucking survive and then he's sat there and then he finds him because he's got one supreme task left which is to surf a giant wave and then, he, <laughs> and then he fucking helicopters in, because he's in the FBI, remember? Aye, because every FBI member's got a helicopter. And then he lands on his fucking tiny shit boat in the middle of this fucking crazy storm, and he goes, you don't need to do this. And he goes, I do. I must complete <laughs> the eight. That's what they keep calling it, the eight. Cause Did you find out what they were? Yeah, one of them was like skydiving, one of them was like rock climbing, and there was like surfing, <laughs> and I think there was some skiing. I don't even know what the air is to be completely fucking I have it. no idea what this is. That's the worst thing. He goes like that. He's the FBI. He's got to fucking arrest this man. Yeah. Right? Or or surf no wonder they elected Trump. They're spending Listen. too much money on the fucking motocross. He's got, <laughs> to, he's got to arrest this man because he's an FBI agent, remember? And then he's got to arrest him and take him in because he's <laughs> killed a ton of people. He's a terrorist and he stole a lot of money. God almighty. But no, he doesn't arrest him. He lets him do his shitty fucking eighth, yeah. like, which is like hunt this fucking shit. Big end of days, world waves in the middle of the ocean. He found he found his boat, one off bullshit. Second off, he lets him do it, and then he dies, and that's it. Chris, are you okay? No, no, Jamie, are you okay? No. Can and we then, talk about the mummy reboot, please? Because that's I enough. Finish, I've still not seen the trailer. Can I just finish off what fucking happens? Because then I, I was up until two. In the I morning. don't care. No. Listen, you're explaining the movie. Jamie, this is the only you've explained four films. It's, it's one film, and it's shit. And I stayed up until two. If this is how I feel, you explaining the movie to me. I, I don't want to watch the movie. I was working at six the next day. I had to get up for. Okay, oh, Jamie. No. Enough with the sob story. Can't take it When's back. that new Assassin's Creed movie coming out? Yeah. It's garbage. Christmas. I think it looks good. I, I thought it looks okay. But here's look, the fun look, fact look, about look. assassins. Oh. The word assassin. <laughs> the word assassin is derived from an Arabic word meaning hashish eaters. I thought, you were gonna say, ass. I, I thought you were going to say it comes from ass, as in by the ass, way, as in where Hitler injected his drugs. Just, just a little <laughs> FYI, a, li- a little aside to the microphone. Deborah didn't just look that, uh, just, just find that on her page when she Yo, was studying. She, she signed this fact earlier on and now she just wants to seem clever on the podcast. No, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. You've had a rehearsal. I got thrown in the deep end. You didn't even tell me we started recording. I looked like an arsehole. You've had <laughs> rehearsals. You don't need rehearsals to not look like an arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's talk about the, the Mummy reboot because you made a... Thank God, I'm not getting off this point. Yeah, but I've never seen the trailer. Like, shall I watch it now? No, it's like Tom Cruise in it. 
Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, I'd said this the other day. It's like people were moaning about The Mummy being rebooted because it's they already a reboot. Yeah. They don't want it rebooted because, I mean, they make a fourth Mummy film a couple of years ago. The fourth, no, the, no, it was a third How many Mummy movies is there? There's, there's three. Mummy, one, Mummy 2. One and two are really, really good. Yeah. The Mummy films are good. Look, they're good in the sense that they're just good action movies. I think, I, look, The Mummy... The Mummy I think they're good films. I never really grew up with The Mummy movies. I didn't really find them interesting. I don't know, ITV plays it every five minutes. Yeah, so you can get inundated with the same with Despicable Me and Mr. Bean's Holiday. Oh, like, like, like that seems to be the only... watching shows in me. <laughs> <laughs> what, you're just on at the wrong times, are you? I think I was just on when The Mummy was on, ja- which was Jamie gets up. Jamie gets up, he watches Jeremy Kyle, he watches a bit of... Few reruns of Loose Women watches Jeremy Kyle again watches The Mummy then goes to bed (laughs) (laughs) point break girls and point break that's your breaks imagine that just being inundated with ITV2 and then your only break from that is point break oh (laughs) (laughs) I I can't kill myself (laughs) they fucking dropped it instead it's like they're suddenly going oh if you can't do this you put your point Break. No, get off it. Come on, we need to leave it. Right. I think the reason. <laughs> I think Mummy One and Two are good. Uh, I mean, they are quite cheesy, but they are, they are entertaining films. They're nice films to watch. Brendan oh, yeah. Fraser is good in them. I, I watched. I kind of skimmed it at work today. Yeah. Literally, as a woman goes boo out of a coffin, her eyes start turning into two pupils, and I was just thinking, you have back from Bleach. Yeah. It looks like any Tom Cruise movie, except a little bit different with the eyes. It could be Jack Reacher meets the Mummy, and you wouldn't know the difference. The thing is, well, I'll probably go and see it, but I really li- I like Brendan Fraser. I just don't, he's not in a lot of the movies anymore. I, I, I think like, his life went downhill for some reason that none of us know. He probably got really into the character of, of Ben in Scrubs. Well, <laughs> and then he died and then willed himself to you know die. What? One of my favourite <laughs> movies, like easily the best Brendan Fraser movie, George of the Jungle. Best the old movie, one. The old one. Uh, wait, wait, was a new one? Well, oh, no, 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 that ignore me. I was like, I knew Tarzan. I was like, Brendan Fraser was not that in shape. He was and then never, I went, like, that was not Brendan Fraser. And then I went, <laughs> that came out this year. What am I on about? <laughs> that, was tar- that was two completely different films. But I like Brendan Fraser. He was amazing in Scrubs. Yeah. I've never seen it. You've never seen Scrubs? No. You know, it's, it's quite, we're not getting into that. Scrubs is brilliant, but he played this very small part of him. You know, Dr. Cox, you've obviously heard of the character. Yeah, I've heard of it, yeah. He plays his brother-in-law. And... He's in it maybe, oh, I don't know, I think maybe five no, 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 episodes. No, no, don't say it, because we could watch those two episodes as a standalone and you'd fucking No, I know, but, ah, no, well. you could, but the thing is, that they're like, they're, he's maybe in five episodes in total, but he's, oh, he's fucking brilliant in it, man. There's some yeah. of the, sad, the sadder episodes, the thing is, is he, he is actually an underrated actor, because, like, I was, I was doing a, an essay this week that I was nearly crying. Doing. I was a cunt. Right, well, exactly, <laughs> but, um... I had to say you were crying because Brendan Fraser. No, no, it's, it's part of the essay. I had to analyse uh, the Quiet American, which is basically a movie. Um, People that voted for Trump. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's basically the Quiet American is um, uh, it's about it's in Vietnam and it's about an old British reporter who played played by Michael Caine. He actually got an Os- a nominated for an Oscar for it. Where the hell was it? Um, it was two thousand and two. That's not even that old. No, and um, Brendan Fraser's in it. He plays the American that comes into Vietnam. The idea is it's like a precursor to. Uh, the Americans invading Vietnam because he he what he, he comes in and he wants to underwrite democracy in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So like he's supposed to he starts off as a nice guy, but then he turns into like this massive American cunt. So like it's an interesting movie, but it is very like I, I want to read the book because apparently it's really good. But and and the movie is a bit like a, a Hollywood adaptation, like typical fare. Uh, but uh, Mike, it's easily Michael Caine's strong performance as well. Really? Yeah, definitely. Michael Caine's a fucking genius at some things, man. But. Uh, 
like, but I was watching an interview with him on Parkinson, and he says that, like, and, and Parkinson referenced, like, mate said to him, it's like, it, it must be weird being you, because you have easily one of the most impersonating voices in popular culture. He yeah, says, yeah, yeah, even I can do it. And he does this, like, really funny, <laughs> he does this really weird distort, hello, my name's Michael Caine. <laughs> like, so he just, he goes... Hey. Double Michael Caine. Double Michael Caine. It's like, I, I show back that I die and not my people know that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a bloody moron. <laughs> Michael Squared. <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh, I sound like I'm having a fucking stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop, this is getting terrible. <laughs> one of us is going to burst out with a, like a terrible one and be like, oh, I don't think. <laughs> oh, by the way, because Christmas has come out, I'm going to say this. Michael Caine has played the best Scrooge ever, and it was in the fucking Muppets Christmas Carol. That was the best Scrooge I've ever seen. I thought Jim Carrey did a good job of it. I will never watch that movie because I watched the last half of it on Christmas Day two years ago, and I never felt more uncomfortable watching a movie. Is that, that the mo- animated one? That's the one with the CG, yeah. Like they've done motion capture for it. Yeah. It's like, actually really entertaining because I saw it in the cinema. It's like Uncanny Valley. You watch it, no, you feel like you want to throw up. I didn't get that feeling from it at all. Now, Tintin, that remake that came out a few years ago, that's heavy, Uncanny Valley. What? Is it? Yeah, but I thought that would be like the, not, like the other eyes, way. Just their eyes are Because it's the same hard. idea. It's motion capture. So I was watching that. I guess it's a bit on the you know who plays Thompson and Thompson in that movie? Oh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Like, literally because Steven Spielberg and them are like best buddies. Oh. <laughs> it's like, that's it was, it was Captain Haddock, it was fucking gone. Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis. Oh, yeah. And Jamie Bell played Tintin, which yeah. is a perfect casting <laughs> for Tintin. Remember though, like, remember um, fucking Andy Sandberg, not Andy Sandberg, uh, Andy Serkis played that guy who was like the background character that got murdered in Kong and he literally looked like Cam Haddock. I know, I know. That guy that got eaten by the big worms, man. (laughs) That was... Horrible. Right, I feel like the King Kong remake is so underrated. Like oh, easily. It's great. Well, no, no, look. I, They're making I another one. No, but yeah, that's that, people, yeah. People. No, that, I'm excited for that because that's planting the seeds for a King Kong versus Godzilla movie. Oh no. No, don't. It'll be fun. No. It will. It comes so much smaller than the Godzilla. The yeah, but my theory is that like because the Godzilla in the new one was so big, it's gonna be a baby Godzilla that is going to a smaller size so that he fights King so Kong. Kong. But that's so bullshit because we watched King Kong tear T Rexes to pieces Martin. in the movie. I just saw that Scott Real post and I'm absolutely dying. Oh, the one that I made earlier on. Yeah. 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 Oh, you made it. No, I made it. Oh, you <laughs> made it, right? Okay. Oh, <laughs> it's amazing. I think you put more work into your fucking online memes than you actually do your homework or anything. Hell yeah. I got Guil- an, guilty. As I, got charged. An, I got an A on my meme the day, mum. <laughs> <laughs> I made an evil Kermit meme and I got a fucking merit for it. I got, <laughs> I got five favourites on my, on my I meme. Like, I got a living up. I got a living thumbs up. It's like, where do you see yourself in ten years? The king of 4chan. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. King I, of the internet. To be fair, I said, I sent a meme into Jojo's meme adventure the day in hopes that they'd put it on their page. I made oh, a meme man. and posted it in the, in the group chat and they all thought it was like... That was good, it was good. I was talking to Martin and I'm like... I actually fucking discussing this. You know you've like, made it, it when guy, you start creating your own. I love Martin, right? He can find joy in the most wee things because like, he, he, he loves Reddit and he, he was chesing it like, yeah. when he came home from work one day and he says, Aaron, I'm, seriously, I'm, my Reddit... Uh, karma has went up by like a thousand points it's like how right. because I posted in the Pokemon Reddit and everybody likes my questions so I'm so happy it's like 
<laughs> and he does the same when they post in the Doctor Who subreddit, just basically complaining how much he hates Stephen Moffat. Oh, yeah. that's what's, what's Stephen Moffat doing? Is he is he coming back to do Sherlock season uh, four? Yeah, yeah. yeah he, I, I've actually theorised that he's getting fired from the BBC. Got a lot of yeah. Well, look at like think of it this way, right? So he comes out and he says he's leaving Doctor Who. It's like that, mate. Right now, let's see what's happened with Doctor Who in the past two years, right? He's went out into America, expanded it in that those territories, right? Oh yeah, Tried Americans to, fucking love it. Yeah, he's done that, but then he's also gotten rid of Matt Smith after like three years. He's also you got to move on with the Doctor though. You can't yeah, but he's, yeah, also, that, he's also consistently written poor female characters. He's written poor female characters and people, set like kind of yeah, female yeah. role. Yeah, but don't you try and protect those terrible kids. women actors? Oh Chris! Uh, Shut. No, I'm, I'm gonna. Con- I'm I think gonna a lot fight. of people would disagree with you. Like I'm gonna Alex, call Alex Kingston, Clara, they're Alex, all terrible. Yeah, they are new. But right, Alex don't even Kingston pretend that Alex Kingston does a good one with River Song because River Song's a no, shit. No, she doesn't character. do a good River Song, but she's not necessarily bad in other. What's a good River Song? Tell me one canon of River Song. Are you cold, Chris? Or are you just feeling cool? I'm cool as fuck. Anyway, no, as I was saying, but the, no, if you no, actually no. measure it, like the viewership has went down. Oh yeah, Hell I agree with that. Hell apparently got the BBC so many complaint letters that they had to actually put it on hiatus because it was percent of them are that fine diner. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. No, what was the one before it? Because Hel- I thought Hellbent was a pure good Heaven Sent. No, Heaven Sent. Right, and that was the reason that I, I think that Who was... Who wrote Heaven Sent? Stephen Moffat again. Yeah. Brilliant! Right, but that's, no, that's what I'm the talking thing. Every so often when he's just kind of, when he limits himself to an episode like the angels or yeah. like or he did the, the clockwork people remember yeah, them? He, did, yeah. he he comes up with these really good self-contained stories yeah and they tend to like really really work but he can do format, character but arcs he really no, can no it. story arcs character arcs like the character especially character development is like just because like here's the thing if you, I, I, I never want to bad mouth the show as much as i actually do because like one day I want to write for it and I want to actually be a part of it. Do you want to get blacklisted off the? I don't want to get blacklisted exactly. <laughs> now listen, I don't think Stephen Moffat's a bad writer. I actually really love Blink. I love the girl in the fireplace. I love yeah, a lot is. of it. Yeah. The, like you know pretty much every. Yeah. The, the, the first episode with the weeping angels. Sherlock. Oh, shit, up up names. The, right. first, the first series of Sherlock is genius. Yeah. And the even second series is even better. I didn't like the third series much at the all. The third oh. series, I, I, I'll tell you Mainly why. Mainly because of the fan service. It was the fan service. It was I, very fan Because ser- having spent time on Tumblr, having seen it firsthand, it, it actually makes me, you cringe. It's Supernatural did a similar thing. Yeah, I know yeah, you guys, yeah. and I never got this far, but they basically went so meta with it that Aye. they were... Like they suddenly they were in a, another universe or something. They were the actors. Yeah, like, the, the actors were the characters, I was, I, I, and it was I, I, just fueling fan fiction. And they even had a fanfic writer in it as well. Just quickly before Chris says something, I was going to say yeah. I think the reason why Sherlock season three didn't tickle as many people's fancies as the second one was purely based on the fact that yeah, Deborah, they were very self-aware. Mm-hmm. Like I think it was the case that it's the same problem that I think Batman v Superman had in the sense that it was just too full of itself. When yeah. you're way too aware of what your fans well I'm not saying be not be aware of what the fans want I'm saying you don't necessarily have to pander to them to make a good story no, like no, that because no, that no, first no. that first episode see if you cut out all the stuff that's like self-referential no. and just is so based on the fact that they just want to explain how Sherlock survived the fall and how much they love the fans oh, yeah. see yeah. if you actually take all that out the story in itself is so boring mm-hmm. and then 
Like, this is special being fucking worse. I haven't actually seen it. It's that the most recent one? I, I haven't watched it either because there's something really putting me off watching it. Because, I like, like, I always felt I that... Like I, feel, I feel like it's I, not I do like seasonally idea, appropriate like, to watch it, but... What you don't know is this, right? Basically, they, what they did was this. They, uh, they set it in the past, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, it's a wee thing that's in the past. Yeah, they wanted to... Well, uh, well, no, what it is is this. It's, it's more, um, Sorry. It's more um, Sherlock, he's heard of a case in the past. Okay. Right? And it's him imagining... He goes out his mind palace. Right. His mind palace, and he goes, how would I solve it if I was there? Yeah. So it's in his brain. Yeah. And he's trying but to put I've, it together I've, and put it together. I've literally not seen... You know how... Right, no. before, before you all right. continue... One thing that I've made an observation with, right? Because I've never seen the show. I've never seen the episode. But see, as soon as it went out, I thought it was going to like make people explode with how good it is. Because Sherlock was so good back in the Victorian era. Like, the depictions of it were popular. But then... It was hyped and nobody really yeah, talked about it. But I always notice it's like whenever something like this is so hyped and then after it... Hype isn't necessarily... Right, no, like, but just after it. See, it's like a weak test. See, after a week, if you don't see any memes... Or anybody ranting about it, then generally people just didn't want to talk about what it. Happens, that's right. So tell me what happens because well, I basically I'm, before you tell me, I'm, I don't know why people were hyped because mm-hmm. he thought it was a continuation and it was going to explain why, why Moriarty was back, and then it, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it started yeah. coming out that it was going to be a kind of one off. That it came out it was going to be a one off. I, I was always under, under the impression it was a one off. It came back and it was going to be a one off Victorian, and you went, oh, it's not continuing what we want to know, but then you're getting you're getting this kind of cool. Um, Victorian one, which yeah, we can all right, all the same actors, sure what, re- hopefully good writing stuff, and then everyone's yeah. gonna get okay. I can get on board with that, yeah. and then it actually aired, and you went, oh, it's kind of a half and half. Yeah, and this is what Jamie's trying to explain. It's Sherlock goes into his mind palace and remembers a case that he's read about. It's a very okay, similar yeah, yeah, to someone right. shooting himself in the face, coming back, no one can explain it, and he goes, how, how would I've done it back there? Right, and okay. then he goes through it, and we get some flashbacks to the. Fo- to the present where he's like trying to think about it in the plane yeah. and blah 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 and but then it kind of stops at the end of the episode and it's literally the plane landing at the end of season three yeah so now, uh, yeah so it's okay. before we go past that my part my problems with season three were and this is just a big one the fact that they just sort of glossed over how sherlock survived and they didn't actually oh, definitively yeah. do it that's that's not the one annoying thing i disagree it's not the one annoying thing the annoying thing is See when they th- they found out they can get away with that for a full season, they went. Moriarty can come back. Right, we, don't need to, we don't need to explain it at this here's point. Here's the thing. We I can do think, what we want. I think what they're going to do is uh, I might have explained to you guys in the past, like how they will pull off the Moriarty thing because you saw it. Like he shot himself in the head, and there was mm. absolutely no way that somebody can come back from that. That like, scene, even now, it's quite like shocking for. Yeah, it's very well yeah. written. I, re- I, yeah. I remember the first time I, uh, but like visually as well. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. the first time I watched that, and I was like, Pfft. "Yeah, it's you know, very brutal." Yeah, I, I agree. actually shouted because it was just so. It whoa, it came out. They do censor it, but in a way, I prefer that. Um, Why? Because I don't like unnecessary gore. Oh, but right, but you know, it's implied, and you know exactly what's happening. When it's in the censored version, there's a lot left to the imagination at that point, so he could come back. Yeah, the original version, he shoots himself. See the back of his head explode. And now it's got you to don't point really see that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah that but lot. you can. No, but Chris is right. They've got to the point where they go, oh, we can just say shit. Yeah. And the fans go, they're smart enough to figure it out. Which yeah, is yeah. A terrible but, way to be. My brain is big I'll enough t- to I'll take a bullet. It's, I'll tell you exactly what happened. It's a really old cliche. Someone shooting themselves in the coming back to life. It's. That's the point of this. This one off. It was good to the point where it's like, oh, he's trying to figure it out based on previous knowledge. Great idea. But then it gets to the point where it's like. It gets convoluted, yeah. and it's storytelling near the end. Well, like just no, it just gets mental. And you go, okay, and then he wakes up, and goes, no, that would never work. And you go, yeah. oh, so he was, 
he was like, yeah, I couldn't figure it out then or near it, but then it just goes back and forth, back and forth, back, and then they go, oh, you're using so many drugs, and then they just drop it. What, on the old one? No, no, the no, new no, no, one, no, 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 on the plane, uh, his Turns brother, out he's taking loads of turns drugs. Turns out he's taking loads of drugs, and that's how he does stuff, and he's still on his drugs and all that, and then they bring it up, right. and then they drop it instantly, and then they just close off. That'll be them, that'll be them planting a, a seed for season four, though, because... We only get three episodes a season. Because... Definitively, Sherlock actually, like, kills him. Like, when he dies, yeah, it's because of his overuse of drugs. Yeah, I understand. But, uh, yeah, that, but, like, huh. but uh, maybe that's what they're planting. But what I'll say is, like, I think I know... Like, I'm going to predict what happens in season four. But I, like, I'm, go- I'm just going to tell you how Moriarty survives, because I think I know really? roughly what they're going to do. So Morat is dead. There, like, there is no way he is back. Absolutely no way, right? Is Otherwise, he would have... or something. Yeah. yeah. Right. Basically, right. So, in, so, in, right. So, in the comic, well, in the comics, I've been doing this a lot. Like, like whenever I talk about adaptations, I'm like, I in the comics though. Uh, but um, the books. In the books. <laughs> in those wordy fucking things. Anyway, there's uh, obviously we had the villain in season three, Charles Augustus Magnuson, who's like Charles Augustus. He was brilliant. He was good. Wasted. Absolutely wasted. He was oh, yeah. like he could have been the big mastermind behind it all, but then they ended up wasting him on this tiny story. But I'll tell you what happened. I don't mind that they waste him. I mind well, I do mind the waste him. I don't mind he was taken so drawly. If they yeah. do it right. I don't mind the way they finished it. If they see if they introduced him in part in the first episode. Yeah. Aye. And then maybe spoke about him and showed a couple of people that were involved in the cases. And then you build up to them. Yeah. Instead Maybe. of just dropping them in one episode, then going. What are you gonna say? See if this is that guy. What was his name? The villain. I was good. Well, the but, protege. No, 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 no. The the guy in the very final episode that. Oh, shot, shot. Maga- 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 Magnuson. Magnus. Magnuson. See if this is his power play that is set in motion for if he was ever in danger. Yeah. To fuck uh, Everton up. No, no, because he's a clever guy. I don't think. No, I'll be. I'll be really honest. I don't think it's ever going to be as clever as that. I think basically what's going to be. Yes. Yeah, please. Um, I think basically what's going to be is there's there's an actual there's a guy that's called the number the second biggest criminal in London. So Moriarty was the biggest criminal in London, right? London. So and Sherlock was. um, Hi, cheers to your name as well. And uh, so this guy. Continue. Ga- what are you holding your hands? I'm a chocolate, you Aye. freak. <laughs> <laughs> I just like chocolate. I bet you've been palming it for 20 minutes. I know. <laughs> right, anyway. So, uh, and the number two criminal on the is, is Sebastian Moran. So, right. uh, who's that? An Irish guy. So, and he was uh, Moriarty's uh, sort of sidekick. Mm. So, like, the idea was that. What, his fucking Martin Freeman? Well, basically, <laughs> a, a, a bit, yeah. I mean,. Essentially, picture Moriarty had his own Watson, and and Moran was basically that, like the one that carried out all the dirty work. Was Moran in the movies with? Uh, e- I don't know because I never saw the I never saw the second one. Would you guys like a third Sherlock Holmes film with Robert? I would Virginia? love it. I would, but it would have to be something really interesting because I think like it would have to be very prestige. Yeah. Like where they have a big, big final act with a good reveal. I actually feel like Robert Downey Jr. was a very underrated Sherlock. I felt like he's if brilliant. it was, I felt like, oh uh, uh, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. He's very good. I just wish he was a bit. I wish the movies were a higher caliber so that they could show. The second one's actually very good. I like the movies. I thought. Yeah, they were good. Oh, that's I what I'm saying. They're perfectly good. I just think. I just think in the sense that. 
the way they were made is, is a lot like Van Helsing and <gasps> uh, The Mummy and Oh, stuff you like can't that. talk bad about Van Helsing when Chris is around. It's like his favourite movie. Seriously? That is what was it you said earlier that got 12% on Rotten Tomatoes? That was terrible. The Last Airbender. Right, the Last Airbender got 12 See Van Helsing, that got 12 as well. Yeah. I really... Re- I know it's an unpopular opinion. That consensus Look, is based no, on... No, but I genuinely... I could sit down and watch Van Helsing and still have a good time. Like, I'm not going to say that's a bad movie purely based on the well, fact that I enjoyed it too much. But I know fine well that it is just a mess. I think if a movie entertains, then... Yeah, that's the point. It's like... But... It just depends on how thought. many people it entertains, yeah. really. I'm just saying, it's got its very good bits. For example, the... The way the werewolves looked was fantastic. I'll agree with that. I the way the vampires looked was a bit over the top. Frankenstein's monster get... was pretty cool. Frankenstein looked good. The vampires... Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein's monster, sorry. <laughs> Frankenstein was good as well. Sorry, I didn't actually do... connect people ever. They, 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 they had a good Dr. Frankenstein as well. Mm-hmm. He gets betrayed by Dracula, who tasked him with bringing things to life. Yeah. Right? And Frankenstein's monster looked very good. The, I would say the vampires were a bit over the top. I don't yeah, know, but vampires are always over the top. Do you not think Dracula was brilliant? No, no, no. Oh, I mean, yeah, that was a great Dracula. I won't no, 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 who was the, the actor? Um, he's been, not, in, like, he's been in a couple of movies. But he's I mean, so I'm, good. He is no, no, no. a very good I Dracula. I don't mean him as Dracula. Like, he was top top as class. The, when he I mean, transformed, did he trans- brilliant? It did look good. Look at the eyes in the final fight. Yeah, I I feel like it was a bit much for a vampire, but like I think when he's fighting that type of thing, it was worth it. When he's fighting that savage werewolf, you can't have him running about his feet. Sort of walking yeah. along doing his monologues yeah. and then getting that was great though. Torn to you pieces and he can't fight it. You remember how like you know how when we think of eighties action movies we think of things like Commando and Total Recall Rambo. and shit like that. Rambo. Like I feel like two uh, thousands horror is two uh, thousands action movies are gonna be Van Helsing. Like everyone's gonna ha- like, they're gonna find cliches that are back in Van Helsing sort mm. of like the way that story was done. And how all the characters are like archetypes of movies. Yeah. Or other, like, it is like a typical the, Hollywood the movie. The Lassie was very unnecessary to the whole movie. Yeah, but Great that's the point. Spot. Nobody could, like, and, uh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> but it's the same with Daredevil. It's like Daredevil had the same model. You had the hero, you had a, a, the villain, a, 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 and, then, a, and then you had Elektra. I had Elektra who just done nothing. Got Giant tips. Yeah, which is a shame because Elektra's a good character in and of herself. They fucked her up in the series as well, man. I disagree. She's a really good character in See, the series. I, no, I think she's good in the series. She does show up when she's needed. But like, then we've got the end. And I know you've not said the other one, but I'm just going to tell you anyway. Apparently, she kind of dies well, a bit. But then they throw her and then they, they start bringing up like, oh, she is the chosen child. Choosing child. Yeah, they I hate do that it. stuff. Yeah, they do it. They do it in a way that it, it leads into great. it. Yeah, like it, it I'll, I'll agree with you there. It, it was opens, a bit of a heavy-handed ending. Sorry, like that. It opens for a third season, but it's very forced ending. Yeah, very forced. It's almost like they went it wanted to go somewhere after it, but then they said, "Oh wait, we need to finish this, otherwise we're not going to have enough like material." The whole, the whole season one was meant to be Kingpin. The whole season two was meant to be Punisher. But then they introduced Electra on the side. And it was like, mm. I bet they wanted a spin-off solo for Electra. They got they do, Punisher. They do. Punisher's going to get one. Punisher's, I've heard nothing but good stuff about him. John Bernthal's a great Punisher. I've heard nothing but good intro- stuff. His introduction. Oh, his introduction. He's just, he's just they're in a hospital. And this guy just storms it. And it's just, it's brilliant. And he just shoots everyone. Never misses. Never, ever gives up. And then he, he runs it real and he just goes, I guess, bang. Chucks it right in a, a, a Medical waste bin yeah. that lands right in it, and then he walks around the corner, and that's his first appearance. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking brilliant. Right. I'll say this so well. Those Marvel series, I'll say this, are 
fantastic it's television. Really well. Really good television. But like, what other ones have they got? They've, got, they've only really got Daredevil series one and two. They've got Daredevil seasons one and two. Jessica Jones, which was absolutely incredible. The David like, Tennant is Mr. Purple. Oh, oh it was so so good. Like it good. Uh, no, like Kristen Ritter does no a great spoilers, Jessica Jones. I'm still uh, yeah, yeah. But like, what I like about it is that it's pulled Jessica Jones out from the shadows in a sense because she was one of those characters that just got sort of at, like shadowed by the other Avengers. She had a lot going. Like, yeah. She never. What was what? She had a lot of going, and her villains were very interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. See, it's, it's like the opposite of Spider-Man, where he's got a ton going for the Spider-Man's great. Yeah, as like yeah. a character, but I just can't remember his villains. Paul, I just can't yeah. do it. Oh no, I disagree. I, I, I think Spider-Man's villains are fucking. They suit through. But that's the fun of it. Is no, it looks like a carpet. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about that big scorpion thing with the Mexican wrestler? You're talking about the shocker. The shocker. Like, <laughs> when they actually calls him Quilt Man in the games. He actually does look like a fucking quilt. Like, like, so up you down. must be Quilt Man or Padded Pete. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Triple Fly. No, I've got it. The cushion. <laughs> but what about what about the guy that had the Mexican wrestler mask? The lycra. The, the, the fishnet. The fishnets. But the vulture though, he's an interesting villain. I don't know. I don't like any of his villains. Look, they're all like daft, but that's the point. I like Venom. I like the symbiote. Ven- like, Venom's the best one because the symbiotes basically. The symbiotes are the best one because they are. Look, I think like I want to return to the Stephen Moffat thing because we did get off track. I was gonna say how it's easy done. I'll, I'll 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 explain my theory, but. Before I go into that, I think the reason why people love the symbiote so much is you can put a symbiote on anybody. Yeah, and it shows so their can, darker side. Yeah, you know, yeah, you can yeah. Bring a character. It's great for character, like we always talk it about. Is, yeah, exactly. We, we always talk it's about the character. Yeah, it's like, not the, the symbiote is not the character. The symbiote is the force you have to deal with. The character is whoever wheels it. Exactly. That's so the great idea. Part of it. It's a great idea. You can put a symbiote on James Jonah Jameson, you get a fucking good story out of it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing. Is that oh, I, was, I want that to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my god! <laughs> yeah, no, like, but that's the thing is that see Marvel. What I love about their universe is that they have these uh, devices like the symbiotes, like things like the zombie virus that bring out new new things for each character. So, that, like, say for example, you put the symbiote on a different villain, and it brings out a whole different side of them. Like oh. it went on to Mark Gargan, the the scorpion, and then, but then not only that. Eddie Brock in the comics, right? This is a spoiler for anyone that read it, but I don't think anybody will. But he ended up like getting cancer as a result. Of yeah, the no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone knows that. Yeah, but it's like, but he knows that it gives him power and it makes him feel good. He's absolutely certain of that. He doesn't have a doubt of it. He just knows that it's bad, but he, he doesn't care about it. That's what I love. Is that all? Th- yeah, but this stuff brings out stuff in ca- like in character building, etc. And like, I know that's a very positive thing to say. But not. But my no, my frustration with Marvel is that, like, take for example, Secret Wars. I bought Secret Wars on Comicsology, like, because it was the Black Friday sale, and there's an actual thing because. Did you not read it at all until then? No, I hadn't read it in full. I read bits and pieces, but like, in the in in the context of the novel, the Doctor Doom creates a new universe yeah. after the universe ends because he has the power given to him by the Celestials or whatever. Uh, him, Molecule Man, and Doctor Strange create a new universe, right? Uh, but part of it is this thing called the Shield, obviously modelled off Captain America. So it's completely beset on all sides of like a concrete wall, and the thing is inside one of those walls because and he's helping govern it uh, as a penance because he's an enemy of the of Doctor Doom. Inside that jail are the Marvel Zombies, the Symbiotes, all of. Basically, you're talking all the symbiotes having control of all the dead villains of the Marvel universe. There's a lot of symbiotes. See the symbiote, like 
expanded symbiote uh, like lore. Yeah. It goes really far. Yeah, like it does. I've heard a lot of it goes into very silly places, yeah, but it does. I've heard the symbiotes at this point. I've heard like the symbiotes are. Like actually, like, we're actually really good. I was just gonna say, a lot of people are gonna like listen and hear symbiotes, not what the fuck they are. Basically, the symbiote. If you watch Spider Man Three, or you you're familiar with the Men in Black War, shit, the, yeah, the black costume. So like, when, whenever a person has a symbiote infused into their body, the, react, the eye, it's like a goo, and when it, it gives you extra power, extra agility, extra strength, it enhances a being by taking over it, but yeah. it also. I'm sh- I, ca- I really cannot remember, but I know the Lord is apparently they're meant they're meant to be there for good, but it's only when infesting good. It, no, it's only when infesting whatever was in their original world. Yeah, like exactly. they worked together with the original planet, brought across the Earth into a human. Yeah, everyone went big shit. Yeah. Yeah. I other think there's a couple that got like oh what is it? It's good not symbiotes. Venom. Venom. Then Carnage. Carnage after Venom. And then after that was Toxin. Uh, you had toxin. You toxin had, is good because yeah. he doesn't. But then not only that, you had anti venom as well. Anti venom as well. Like these ones, the venom enhances anger, carnage and enhances rage. Type like these types of things, and then you've got like toxin. I think toxin more envy and stuff. Maybe things like that. Like these are the types of things they enhance certain traits. Yeah, exactly. Aye, but that but that's what makes it interesting. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's why whenever anybody uses the Venom symbiote, like the Venom storylines, etc., like we're always praised as like the one arc in the Spider-Man universes, like or any, the or any time, yeah, that always bring out something new, something that you wanted to know about the characters, but they were too afraid to show it. Right. That's, that's why I liked it. This is why they don't see Spider-Man. I have no idea what he's doing. Like, like yeah. he's. He's always, and I know Marvel are doing this with a lot of people, but yeah. there's a lot of them that are still getting their own storylines. Spider-Man is always, he's a main character, don't get me wrong, but he's with the Avengers. He's with yeah. another superhero. Yeah. He's fighting a Marvel-centric force. Yeah. He, because, and I know you like his villains, and in the but 90s I know, cartoons I know, I know, were fun to watch, like a I man with spandex that looked like a rhino, it was entertaining, but... Now that we're all a bit older, and you're trying to like, and the way comics are going, like they're trying to be really story driven yeah. and very dark, and trying to have new ideas, and you look at all, you look at what Spider-Man's got to compete with, yeah. and you think to yourself, look, Peter Parker's a clever guy, yeah. he's just at the next thing, but at the end of the day, <coughs> a man with the powers of a spider, he, yeah. he's gonna have to fight somebody, yeah. and we want villains that are like Doctor Strange, for example. We talked about Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, uh, smart man, this at the next thing with a lot of power. Yeah. But I can see him having a very intelligent villain, a very yeah. and because of his character, Peter Parker's the the smart talking sl- slinger. Yeah, or but that's the point. That's the point of. That's why they tag him along with people that have got slightly better, more developed villains. Yeah, you can't make a new Spider-Man villain now. Yeah, I know that's the thing. But Marvel, like I think the good part about Spidey, right? Um, that that's why I love him, is uh, and, and like because I've talked about this way. I actually said to this to Martin last night. We were talking about. Uh, characters like Hawkeye. Now everyone has these like me- like people make jokes about it all the time. Hawkeye's the guy with a bow and arrow. Yeah, on the, on Logan, he was kick ass. Yeah, but he's <laughs> but he's on a team with gods, uh, super soldiers, and people with the brain like brains that like are, can, can conceive stuff that he can never do. He's just a guy with a bow and arrow that's been sent there to do his job. That's the thing that makes it interesting is that when you he have still a, goes. yeah, he still right. goes. He is literally playing ball with people that he shouldn't be in the same league with. Mm-hmm. It's like Batman. Yeah, precisely. He's got a perspective on them all that's unique. Spidey's the same. Spidey's just this little kid from the from Queens that happened to get bitten by a spider by pure chance. He didn't like sign up to anything. He wasn't born into a world where this was expected. 
he got bitten by Spidey. By, 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 a, by a Spidey? By a spider. Travel uh, back in time and bit himself. No, it's not a Flash's story here. <laughs> and that's the thing. Is that I think what everybody seems to forget about Spidey is that his whole stories come from the drama of the fact that he doesn't want to, he, he has to balance the personal life. They explore that in every single I know, story. I know, but, I mean, not, they, but not effectively. That's do, my point. Get fine. We get that Peter Parker's got this on his shoulders. We get that he's young. He's getting younger every bloody film they make him in. He's getting younger and younger. He's like, oh, this world, I'm, I'm, so, that, I'm so unmentally ready for it. I'm not yeah. ready because he is young and they're really pushing that because there's not much else to it. I like Spider-Man. I'm, 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 yeah, I feel no, like that, I'm picking him apart. That's the thing is that he's so like. I feel but, like I'm picking him apart. But that's why, no, yeah, a little bit. Look, but I, I, I agree with you because that's the flaws that people pick up on when they do stories for Spider-Man and they do them poorly. That's the kind of flaws that come through. They shine through because yeah. there's things missing. Yeah, old, exactly. See, older Spider-Man. See when he's been in a while. Like, oh, is, oh, I'm pretty sure I've already brought this one up, but like, definitely one of my favourite we scenes. It's um, Johnny Johnny Storm is dead. Yeah. Right? And his nephew, I think it's his nephew, and Franklin, uh, yeah, yeah, Franklin, yeah, he's uh, he lets out, and Spider-Man shows up, he takes him around, and he takes him around all New York, yeah, he takes him because because Sp- Spider-Man and the Human Torch had this famous bro ship. Yeah, com- there's actually a comic that it was I had. Like, uh, the I, Green Lantern and the Flash. Type I, thing, I, I want to, I, I want to say because I had a teacher back in P7 called Mr. Edwards uh, when I when I was. In hope you're listening, Ed. I hope you're listening. <laughs> no, seriously, because if it wasn't for that guy, I wouldn't love comics the same way I did because he had he like lure you back to his house no <laughs> no nothing like that he, when he came in he literally had like a, a, a little reading section in the class and he put obviously he had like you know Mr. Men books and Aye, Harry Potter and all that but he actually put in complete sp- like actual volumes of the Spider-Man old Spider-Man comics oh, and terrible. I and he actually let me keep them. I've still got them in the house. And, and like there was one with um, Spidey and Human Torch going about in the spider car, <laughs> fighting crime and eating fruit pies because Marvel had this really stupid deal with the fruit pie company in America <laughs> to have them in every comic. So you had to find a way to write it into the last panel of the page. Because like, so you had no idea what to do. But like, so you were talking about uh, when Human Torch dies, and yeah, then it's like he's, he's taking Franklin around, he's taking him to get a hot dog and all that, and, he's, mm-hmm. and it's being classic Spidey. But he's old, but he's still got a, he's not old, old, but he's grown up, but he's still he's, move a fucking car. No, he's still got to be. No, I don't mean he's like fucking sixty. I mean like he's maybe in his like late thirties or something, and he's still got to be Spider Man. Yeah. So he's still kind of acting goofy and high fiving people and all that. But he's taking Franklin around, going, "Here's my buddy Franklin." And he's like buying a hot dog. And he's like, "Oh." Looking a little shy. You got any? You got you got two dollars on you know? He's, yeah. he's trying to be funny. Yeah, he's trying yeah, to yeah. Li- lift his spirits. Yeah, and but that's got, the thing. No, it's like, it's, it's so that, good. No, it's really really good. And it's such a good bit to bit. And it shows that he's moved on from being this kid yeah. to being this like guy that gives on to the next generation. And yeah. he goes, uh-huh, he's yeah. not just doing it because that's who he is. He's actually you know, doing it to help. Yeah, exactly. He's trying to, trying to be simple. He's trying yeah. to like here. I've got a show that I can keep going on. He was like one of his, my best friends basically. Yeah, yeah. Trying to show one of my best pals. He's gone. He's saying we have to move on. And then he goes like, at the end and he goes, he goes, can I ask you something, uh, Spidey? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure I've said this before. And he's like, uh, I feel like I could have saved my uncle if I tried. And he yeah. goes, let me tell you one thing. I know I could have saved mine. Yeah. And it just goes, it's not something to worry about. Yeah. We just have to move on. It's really, right. really good. It's very good. And very that's, good but that, that's the thing about Spidey. It's like, like you said, the best thing about him is that 
I think on everybody, everybody on some level understands the kind of guy uh, Spidey is, right? Even if, we, yeah, right, because we all watch Spidey as a kid, like the movies, the cartoons. We all know the kind of guy he is. He's the wisecracking guy who knows that when he's inside that suit, he's doing the thing he loves. He loves saving people. He loves having a laugh. But the and that, I think that's the thing that makes him so interesting is that when he does come across something that gives him a personal dilemma, that's when it matters. But only when it's done right, as you said. Because otherwise, we're just going to get... Some, we Can get, I point yeah, out yeah. that this scene we're talking about that's so good is still going back to that Spider-Man origin? Because that's... The Spider-Man origin's great. Uncle Ben thing's good. Yeah. If I need to see him die one more time, I think I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. But... <laughs> that's my origin. Spider-Man, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go to the toilet. Sorry. Let's go. Didn't he tell them that? I'm getting the beers, guys. I'm just getting the beers. <laughs> But I, I think see when you you start like Spider-Man's origins been done to death Spider-Man's the couple first days of Spider-Man's been done to death everything he used to go through has been done to death and then some of the best things about him are still getting linked back to that because it literally went from who his uncle died right into I'm gonna fight people in costumes like, like that was week to week because like I think that's the thing that a lot of comics are struggling struggling from is their past because it was what was in the time. So that's why yeah, Marvel, and, wrong, yeah. Marvel and DC are both doing universal reboots to make and Superman nerfs and which I'm glad of. Thank fuck for that because Superman just that's I'll talk about that in a minute. But the thing is, see when they they try and bring them back into these universes, it make more sense. Because you want to continue characters that are probably just unnecessary. You know what I mean? It's, well, it's like the whole idea of Superman. Like, when he can do anything, he never meets a problem. So they've, they've kind of shoehorned this idea and like, that was never the idea. The idea was that if he can do anything, what's the problem? And he's trying to be a normal American man. Like, mm. Yeah, I get it. But if he can do anything, then what the fuck's the problem? Well, it comes back to what I was saying about <laughs> Doctor Strange, like in an example, in Doctor Strange, when he was a standalone thing, yeah, in that world without other heroes, they probably didn't even think about that kind of thing back then. Mm-hmm. They said this is a world where magic is a thing. Now he's in a world. Why can't Spider-Man do have the cape, have the time amulet? And also have the enhanced strength that Doctor Strange doesn't That's have. such a good point. This is the point I'm trying Maybe to make. Maybe he is my heroine. <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, Aaron, what we're talking about is um, comic book characters from their, uh, back from their standalone days yeah. coming into a full world. And I said, this is the way to look at it. Imagine, right, Doctor Strange came from a standalone comic where in that world there was magic. Yeah. But now he's in a full... Fledged Marvel Universe. Yeah. Now, why can't uh, wh- learn magic? I said, why can't Spider-Man have the coat, the, the cape, yeah, the amulet for time, magic, and enhanced strength? Like that is Doctor Strange times three hundred. Yeah, he literally could. But yeah. Spider-Man moves it apparently three hundred kilometers an hour. The good thing that stops it is that if, <laughs> even if even if look, in th- like Captain America is worthy to wield Thor's hammer. It doesn't make him Thor. No, he's worthy to wield them, but he's never became Thor. Never. Well, he's he's never became Thor, but he's wielded the hammer. Yeah, because he's his identity of Captain. It's a stupid idea. It's not. Oh fuck! Before we go off that, is there a comic where Magneto had Thor's hammer? Yeah, because I've seen the panel, and that was cool as fuck, man. Yeah, Uh, he he controls it with his magnetism, which it took them so long to make it. 
That's you know, so goes, cool. He controls metal. Yeah. Can he lift Thor's hammer? No. Well, and he's like, why not? What was well, because he's lifting it. And he's not. What, what are they? And you go, but he's not lifting it. The magnetism is. It's a whole fucking idea, like putting on a coat hook or putting in an elevator. And that was that was so. But the point cool. is, same with the movie in Apocalypse, where he goes through the magnetism in Earth's core. I was like, they've just put. And this is so important. This is so important when you're playing with, especially when they're trying to combine the worlds. This is so important when you're playing about with people like the Hulk and um, Thanos. You need world breakers because that's what they are. Yeah. And then they made they made Magneto in one one brilliant film. Yeah. A world breaker, and I love that term because there's so few of them in the Marvel and DC universe. Well, that's the thing is that the comics universe, or at least before now, was a lot more based in the fact that everyone had a role. Like I was going to say. Because Doctor Strange is the Sorcerer Supreme, like that's his role. I, I agree with that. That's very it. niche. It, I mean, no, why it's, it's not even that. You literally have the Sorcerer Supreme, and uh, things like that. You have the Scientist Supreme. In the context of the comics, Hank Pym is the Scientist Supreme because right. he became Ant Man, Giant yeah. Man. He managed to cheat death, all this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. He has been made the Sorcerer Supreme, and the, scientist. the Scientist Supreme. Sorry, but that's the kind of stuff that Marvel are good at coming up with, and that. If you, are going to, if you are going to have those powers, you either have to be worthy of them, or if you use them, you have you have them at a, at They're getting cost. better at it, and that is why they need... They really, really, really did not need that big group scene of people that were better than him at magic. No. That is... I can understand in the next film, if he kills them all off, good. Please, please do. I need him yeah. to be the only one in this universe with magic. because Because it can literally... Literally anyone can do it. He was, no, no, no. He was just a surgeon. What they should do is this. See all the guys that looked better than him? Right, just no, get the one dude that was. Uh, see, what's his, what was his name? Shit, his pal that's gone against him. Oh, oh, what's his the, name? I don't know. Uh, the black guy that's going to be the villain. Yeah. I don't know. I think. Uh, uh, anyway, make him kill all of them. Yeah. In a one-on-twenty-nine battle. Exactly. And then he goes, "Oh, that's why he's better than them because they oh. are shit." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get him. Get him and get rid of everyone. Tear down the barrier, but obviously. That thing that the barrier's there for, remember that power? Yeah. They could just say he's not going to attack anymore because um, Stephen Chase. Yeah, because he doesn't want to deal with fucking timeless one. Exactly, that's what I mean. <laughs> no, but I'm saying the timeless one. If Just let this guy that's trying to get rid of them all break down all the barriers, fuck up the New York one, screw up the, the China one, and then whatever. Why did he do that, though? No, because think about it. If he, if he knows he can get rid of all the sorcerers on the air, the timeless one won't invade because Stephen Strange is there to just put him in for the loop again. That's true. So he goes, right, the timeless... Also, they could just have something to do with something that, that they could seal them away. I think Maybe in Infinity War. I don't know when when's Doctor Strange coming out. Two coming out. Oh fuck! It's not even. It's not even about the shit. That's what I mean. No, we've still got. Show up in no, Ragnarok. but we've got thought. Oh, you know, we might show up in Ragnarok. That's a I thought. Why would they have the fucking thought? There we go. The world, the world stone or something that was in uh, part two. And Remember, remember in Thor <laughs> 2 the part you the mean dark the, world. the dark the nether the dark world and it was that like was the, the, the ether, ether, ether it's called sorry. but remember they had the, it was called the world stone or yeah, something yeah it was the world stone was it? They are, are, I actually keep forgetting what all the fucking it was uh, dimension are. stone it was one they could oh, do different worlds there wasn't a dimension stone no, I thought it was a world right there was a time soul power mind mind right time soul power mind so um, counting up on two hands when you're You're on four, just use one mind, hand. Soul, power, mind. Reality. Reality. Oh, it's fucking reality. There we but go. there's one more. There's one more, and I don't know what it is. Reality. Is there not seven? No, there is six. 
There's There's five. Five. Space. There's five. Space. There's space. There you go. Oh my god. That, so, was, that, that was the space one. Space I think they're one. gonna send if he is in Ragnarok, I think somehow they're gonna get rid of the time zone because he's he's literally on the arch. Yeah. Of that world forever until they fuck up in New York or something. <laughs> like they need to get rid of him just on the on a bypass, like the world stone will fuck it all up, maybe introduce that world collision thing. I reckon what the I think For that, Secret War? I yeah, but no, 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 I, I, if you're right about Secret yeah, War. It's not world stone. I know, no, we know. We're space. well past that, we got them. Right. <laughs> space, power, mind, we know. soul, time and reality. We just got them! Yeah, but reality. We said that! Okay. Get in the corner, Carl! <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I can't even remember what I was going to do. Alright, alright, if it's going to be Secret Wars, it's probably going to be done like this, because this is fucking how Marvel would do it. Oh, they all fight Thanos. Great, they win. Just, that's the end of the first one. How yeah. do you think they're going to beat Thanos? I don't, we can get to that. that. We can get to that, right. But they'd win. Mm-hmm. And then at the beginning of the first one, he'd be all like, oh, no, if I can't win, no one can. And he'll destroy yeah. all the stones in one go. Yeah. Because they have to get rid of those fuckers. They're way too strong. <laughs> like, for a movie series, you can't have forces of that magnitude just floating about no you can't because uh, that's what I'm saying is that when you do have something like that generally something bad is going with yeah, it yeah but then if they make another fucking big Avengers movie of them again oh, no. you're going to be fucking bored of them at that point so what you do is you destroy them and use that destruction energy whatever the fuck happens next to kick them. off Secret War yeah to yeah, kick off the new War, universe yeah, yeah. I make think that, that'll make, make that the right. big bang can I um, ask you guys something by the right. way because like, like I thought like, this is going to be like a diversion of um, I can topic. feel us getting pissed. No, uh, well, I can, sp- I can see us getting pissed, but I mean, I think it's going to be... I can feel us getting <laughs> pissed. <laughs> right, did you, guys, did you guys see the extended footage from Suicide Squad? You showed me it. Yeah, I showed time. you guys when I was over one night, didn't I? Wasn't I happy yeah. with it. Right. Um, it made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> remember everybody talking about Jared Leto was like so upset he's like oh my god I think I pure killed it and then you saw the thing and you're like oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Who's, gonna, who's gonna tell him it's, yeah. like, uh, it's almost yeah. like they saved his performance I know it's like, it's like you, that's how I felt they it's had like, everybody wanting to see more Joker and they went here it is <laughs> I actually don't look I actually stand by look I don't like Jared Leto like I was actually talking about this with Eddie today why not I don't like him because <laughs> I think he's a prick. I also think that he I gets. I think he was gonna go this deep. <laughs> I look, I'm just look, look. I don't think look. I don't know the guy, but the way he acts just. Really, seems, I thought you were best pals. <laughs> oh no no! I, it's like, but with Joker, right? Right. All I could think of when I, he was playing it is like. I know the kind of Joker he's going for. I know the kind of villain he's going for. I can see. He's trying to be. Fucking Dark Knight, Joker. Yeah, it seems like much. he. Yeah, well, Deborah just said it. It is just him try at Eddie for the sake of being edgy. Right. It's imagine like, they got Heath Ledger's Joker that was written and had Sonic the Hedgehog play it. Pretty <laughs> 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 Look, you could have anybody play the Joker. You could have, I don't know, fucking Michael Caine play the Joker. If the lines, if the li- depending if on which comics you're going by, if, that might if, happen eventually. If the lines were there, right, you could pull it off. I don't written Joker, you think? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, big I mean, time. it definitely was. But. but actually, I don't think it was more a case of it was a badly written Joker. I think well, it was definitely badly written. But I also think the director had a big plan in it, right? Yeah. I felt bad I for. Think he was shoehorned in a bit. I feel that David Ayer, right? If he was given more time, he might have had a good movie. But even then, all I could think was, it's like David Ayer just doesn't give a fuck. 
Like you just want to make an army movie with some colourful characters in it, and this just that, that's all it is. I still don't get why they made the final villain something so strong. We talked about this. I we know. don't need to do it again. There's there's plenty wrong with it, but a lot of the characters they introduced have been very good, and if yeah. they come back, this is my issue. Happen? I didn't want us to talk about the extended footage and go back into the movie because we've already discussed it. I know. But like, and when I talk about it, all I can think is it's like. This was such a waste of a movie. Yeah. And it's like... I think Suicide Squad was a bit of a... It was a bit of a daring choice for a second one. Especially when it's... It's, it's not even the fact it was a daring choice. I think they were just chasing and chasing ideas for a movie instead of actually making a movie. It was a bad movie. But overall, as we said before, it adds a lot of I think it's done more good than bad. I think, yeah. It's they, got of a broken, they got rid of a broken-ass villain that Batman would never have any dreams of eating. So Who? thank fuck the sorcerer. Oh, Enchantress. So Enchantress. We don't ever need to deal with that shit ever again. Nobody, nobody's heard of Enchantress. Yeah. Like nobody's heard of it. Um, we don't need to deal with that being a kind of shoehorned villain at a later date. It's out the way. We yeah. got really. I think Harley Quinn's been done pretty good. I like Deadshot. I think yeah. they're both really well cast. Yeah. I think the costumes look great. Captain Crocodile Boomerang's was good. He was quite funny. Captain Boomerang was fucking brilliant. The characters are there. I can't see them all getting huge parts, but like if they brought them back in for cameos and stuff, I'd be more than happy. See, them. the thing is, I'm a bit more aspirational. Like, I'm it's asp- the Joker I'm worried about. I'm aspirational the same way you are because there are good things about the movie. It's mostly to do with the cast, and it's mostly to do with the people involved with it. My issue is, is that when I was watching this extended footage, like especially the scene with Joker at like and uh, Harley in front of the truck confronting oh each other. God. Look. I don't like the way Harley's sexualised in this movie. I don't. There's no need for there it. There is no need for it. And it, it, and it. and it does it at the expense of Harley actually having an arc. I've always said that Mad Love, the Joker and Harley Quinn story arc, could be its own movie. Or its own little thing. Because I don't see how... Even pa- a half hour putting it extra down, scene. Putting it down to a five minute little montage is not going to do the characters justice. It's not going to do the relationship justice. It's not going to do... It didn't even go in sequence. It literally just jumped from bit to bit. Yeah. Like, if they'd had, like... If they'd made a mini, like, mini montage arc... Even just for the Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even just for the Blu-ray. Like, remember when she has her flashback in the stairwell? Yeah. Like, just have that... The last three minutes of that stairwell before she flashes away, then a half hour that they put in the Blu-ray, and then Deadshot going, You coming? Pull it out of it. Walks away, pull it out of it. The point, like... I felt like Harley would have had much more depth if the Joker was either not in it or was the main villain, right? Purely the based main villain would have given her a lot more. Yeah, but even then, you could have you could have actually saved Joker until a later movie where he would have more impact. And then, yeah, but then, and not even that, if Harley was at a point where she had actually cast the Joker out of her life, and didn't and then need bring him, him back in as a, a taunting thing. Then it would a- actually add a lot more to Harley and Joker's well, dynamic. If you because bring him back into the movies later on, and she thinks she's free of him, yeah. Then it's a big step for her when, like, if she either gets over it or if she falls back in, that could be Precisely. a big movie for Guys. her. But they went right over it. But unfortunately, they've, they've chased the couple goals bullshit on yeah. Facebook because they know if they made a, a movie where Harley and Joker idolized each other. Or at least they'd sell that. a shit ton of Halloween costumes. Precisely, they sell <laughs> Halloween costumes, merchandise, this new bullshit comic they've got out. They would do all that, and and it would make sense for them because financially they've seen that people like Harley and Joker together, and I think that's fucking wrong. Yeah, mm. it's wrong for the Joker, it's wrong for Harley, and it's wrong for the DC universe in general because the villains are supposed to be comic book villains doing stupid shit, not 
fucking doing stuff that just not tortures people. Not being, not, not like glamorizing this bullshit that's supposed to be edgy and fucking horrible. You're supposed to look at them and think they're doing something that's abhorrent. What do we get from that? Not looking at them and thinking, oh, I wish there was that. And then Joker fucking slapping Harley and thinking that's a good fucking power dynamic. It's fucking horrible. How can you glamorize something like that because it sells more comics? I fucking get some of my nerves. Okay. Like, I'm sorry I'm getting really annoyed about it, but it is because <laughs> this, is, this is literally the fucking like this is a universe in which you've got the squirrels being green lanterns. Why you need Joker beating up a poor wee lassie that just wanted to ha- to ha- be a supervillain? No, no. You know oh. that's in my head. If I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch Suicide Squad again. I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't rush back anyway. Yeah. Um. But Suicide Squad in my head, because I'm rooting for the DC universe. I really, really am. I re- you know I'm because obviously the Batman Superman thing. Look, I'm rooting I, for I, it. I, I, the thing with me is that I would ha- I would be in the same boat. I just lost I know, hope I too quickly. I understand. I'm I'm always always rooting for them. Uh, not that, not that, don't get me wrong. I like Marvel. I prefer DC as a whole. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's just got more movies. Marvel's got. More things in place. DC's yeah. going to catch up. Blah blah blah. We've talked about it many times. Uh, I'm really rooting for them, and um, everything that they did in Suicide Squad, I don't always agree with the movie as itself. Real shit villain. Real shit in terms of cast to villain ratio. Like, I mean, the Flame Man came in and won it on his own. Yeah. Like it's just like there's no need. And of course, you don't need Captain yeah. Boomerang when you've got somebody in the team that can literally like turn a whole building ablaze. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like that's the you point. Want it. And on his own. No, that, that, we've talked about it. <laughs> that's it. There's plenty wrong in the film. I love the characters. I love that they're introducing this, this, um, no this universe now. There's no need second villain. No, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm happy they're all in this universe now. I'm happy that we can take and leave them as we need. Yeah. I think that's what they're going to go for. But I think we need to... This is what, I've said that many times, but I'm quite hopeful. I know, I know we like to kind of trash the films if they aren't particularly good. But I like to take all the good parts and know that, that in the future they can be used. Yeah. Because look, DC are looking at this. Because it's fun. Look, it's fun for us to be hyper and, and talk about like, the movies like they're total trash. Whether we like it, it or not, yeah. This is a ten-year plan for DC. Mm-hmm. It's gonna go that far. Okay, I, gonna... I, I don't see them breaking the Flash movie. I actually think that if Wonder Woman fails them and no. Aquaman fails them, they're not even gonna fucking bother. No, I think the Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman films look good. No, they'll, they'll go as far as Justice League. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Who do you think the Justice League's gonna be? Uh, no, it's not going to be Dark Side because they're saving them for another one. Uh, maybe. It's going to be um, someone related to Dark Side. Oh, fuck, it's been be, announced as well? Yeah, yeah, it? he was in Batman v Superman, like the extended oh, Dark cut. Side's fucking cousin or something. Cousin or whatever, that thing that showed up in the deleted scene. The scenes. guy with the big horns, or, he looks yeah. like he's out of Destiny or something. Uh, but um, basically, what. Looks what, like one of the Legion at Warcraft. But yeah, I, he does. What, what I'd always said is, like, look, Justice League. Batman v Superman could have been a perfect movie in itself. If they didn't try and market, like, I am kind of regurgitating another person's opinion here. Like, Nerdwriter done a video on how Batman v Superman done, had some great moments. Like, the Batman v, like, the actual fight between the two, the warehouse fight, all those kind of, all those kind of stuff. There were moments that us guys, as fans, wanted for Batman and Superman. We yep. wanted character building stuff that was going to build to a really big I feel like we a lot more Batman than Superman. Yeah. It doesn't really bother me. No, that doesn't bother me. Really bother me. We need a lot of Batman. Like, Keep in mind, it's uh, a new Batman. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is Ben Affleck's first Batman. I but I felt... too much Lois Lane for these movies. I don't even think it's the case that there's too much Lois Lane. I feel like... That's true. There's too much shit outside Without the Without Lois point. Lane, there's no other real woman. Uh, Wonder yeah. Woman! 
No, she has women in her name and wonder. Wonder Woman showed up for how long in Batman v Superman? Exactly. This is absolutely nothing to do. Nothing to do with women or men being stronger than each other. This is about bad pacing. People confuse. Terrible pacing. This is this People confuse the waiting of like the agency of female characters or male characters with like a problem that the the characters have of being sexist, right? I'm not gonna lie, the comic book world is sexist, right? It can be. But it doesn't mean that Wonder Woman, Batman, and the Justice League are, are inherently sexist. It means, like... It's getting really deep out of Look, I'm just saying, like, the Lois Lane thing, my point is, right, every scene that Lois Lane was in, unfortunately, you could have cut out Lois Lane and she wouldn't have any bearing on what happened in the film. She well, picked up the spear yeah. and poisoned her boyfriend with yeah. it. But, like, if you compare that with the Christopher Reeve ones, she was a big part of it. Like, yeah. like he... It's like, look, it's a daft movie, but Superman literally went round the world to save her, to save her right? You knew he was going to do that as well. Yeah, but like, that, that's when she p- died, it was built up that he was going to do something to, like, either avenge her or save her. Yeah. But I that, don't really feel anything at the moment. No, you don't. When Lois Lane shows up and she's in the middle of fuck-off nowhere getting killed by terrorists and Superman shows up, you're like, you could have done that just to stop the terrorists. That could have been anyone and he could have showed up to be a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing changes. Can I like I'm gonna actually um Like that's the point, like it doesn't feel like at this moment in time she's not necessary. No, like I'm actually gonna try and find an advert here because Did you feel that if right, say Superman was still nineteen sixties Superman where he could do fucking anything. Do you think if Amy Adams died when she fell out of that spaceship and didn't die for some reason but then when she crash landed to Earth in the first one, you reckon if she died on impact, do you think Henry Cavill would have turned back time to save her? Of course. No, because no, no it would no, never happen. Like, you, you because don't in feel the context, like he actually cares enough. He probably you, just saw him a bit and get absorbed by a skull again. He would have done it. <laughs> he probably would have done it because the get, movie would have rotated. I want to actually read you guys something because there's this uh, this series on Variety called Actor on Actors, and. Two, two actors that have both been in comic book movies and have both had mixed experiences with them. Andrew Garfield and Amy Adams. And, and Andrew Garfield basically... Got fucked. <laughs> I, I, he, but he basically moans throughout the entire article about how much he got screwed over doing Spider-Man. Oh, like, he wanted to do something that made worthy of the character that he loved so much, but he ended up getting really shafted. And then uh, Amy Adams added that she has the same thing with Lois Lane. I'll read out like from the article. goes down with her character, yeah. It says here, um, Adams added that, uh, that she never feels like she owns the role of Lois Lane, especially given the multitude of incarnations of the character that have come before hers. She says, that's the tricky thing with Lois that I find, is I love playing her, I love everyone I work with, but sometimes it's tricky because I feel she's in service of the story instead of the story serving the character. Oh, that is right on target. Yeah, that sometimes can be tricky when you show up and you really want to retain a character and you have to serve the story in a perfect universe that they all work together. That's the point, is that the female characters, instead of them servicing the story and just being an instrument to get to that final fight scene, they should be part of the story and being informed by it. There are glimmers of it. I agree with that, but what is Amy Adams going to do when they're fighting that guy? What is it? It's not in the bit that it's about. No, no, no. No, I mean, he said the Chris, final fight scene. Chris, they, but that's they did, the point. No, no, no. I don't know what you mean. I'm taking the point. He runs up and punches. What's his name? Fuck, not Darkseid. Um, Doomsday. Meh. Right in the shin, and her arm breaks, and then she goes, meh. Henry Cavill saves her and then poisons himself with a spear. 
We apologise for Chris. Nah, I feel like they were trying to go with that with her like discovering this bullet that shouldn't be there type thing. Yeah. Like to be honest, that was weird because it oh it accidentally pierced my diary. That was a bit that was a bit dumb. If she'd sewn the she could have just get shot by it. Aye! She could have been shot by it. Wind it! Wind the shoulder! That would have been fucking sick. Or she could have even just found it on the ground. Didn't have to accidentally find it in my diary. I know, I know. It's like. None of that, right. (laughs) If I actually went right through to the log on the day it happened, it was what a coincidence. So they were. I thought they were going through with that, with the whole, oh, she's kind of trying to investigate things that shouldn't be going down, but then it just kind of went. Nowhere. Also, does Morpheus know that Clark Kent is Superman at this point? You're actually calling him Morpheus instead of Perry White. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you think his name's Perry White, and I was like, wait, that's the character's name. It's Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> I was like, I was like, mate, that is not Perry White, and I went, what is Samuel it? Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> he's got an eye patch and shit. No, but excuse me, sorry. He's always going to be Morpheus. I mean, he was Ray something in the. Uh, CSI for was he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was in CSI. Was he Ray though? He was actually like the, the he was the head of CSI. No, I, I know what he was. What Aaron, but was his name Ray? I don't know. You, you went on a bit. In I actually watched CSI a lot with Brad, and what all I could think was, it's like the, the leader of the show has nothing to do with it. He he's literally turns up at the beginning, puts on a one liner, leaves. The rest of the team figure out the crime. No, but he's got a really good over. Like, this is something we were talking about earlier with um, Stephen Moffat. See oh, that yeah. We season. never return to Stephen Moffat. We'll get there in a minute. Right. See that? See that? <laughs> I no, want to punish That's the arc of the Aye. podcast. And that is proof that we can write arcs better than Stephen <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. See, I was, we were talking to Stephen Moffat about doing what we do series wide arcs. Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne didn't play a huge role. He was only in CSI for one season. Don't get me wrong, a lot of people have got a lot of things with CSI, and I myself wish just Grissom had been there and it kind of ended <laughs> with the miniature killer and stuff like that. Aye. But. Lawrence Fishburne came into it for one series and he was not Maybe meant to be two. playing I think it was one I think it was season 11 yeah. and he wasn't meant to be playing a big role he was meant to be replacing Grissom for a very short period of time if I'm not if I, he might not have been replacing Grissom he might have just been a new CSI from another department but he was a very he was, so, was not a big role I think and they gave him very awesome. small parts but his overall the arc of the series was a villain not a villain that criminal that yeah. he had dealt with in the past and that came back yeah. all the way around in like, well, like 22 episodes and it came no, all the no, way back no, around he was, he no, wait, wait he was in it for two seasons because he came in for one season for this specific criminal they had mm-hmm. and then at the end of it I think it was like William Peterson that played Grissom yeah. wanted to go into directing because he started directing CSI after that yeah that's right, right? And then he moved away. So he, he, he directed a couple of episodes. He wasn't he like did. a head director, was he? No, he was huge. Or was he? He went oh. right into it. Yeah, oh. IMDb says he was in exactly two episodes of CSI. Who? Who? Lawrence Fishburne. No. Oh. Yeah. No, that's no, not. No, he was in it for. That doesn't seem. That, that must no, be. No, like, I know for a fact that's not right. I know for a fact he was in it for way more than that. Through the episodes. Well, IMDb. That must be feature length ones under the filmography. It's not right. That's not right. That's not right. He was in more because he was in that one at the end. Remember the guy that shot him with glasses? Yeah, exactly that thing. And he came in and he caught this villain and then he went, okay, I'm leaving. You can be the new head of the lab. Ted thing was passing on. And then he left when he finished off his main arc and then Ted Danson came in. Ted Danson was quite good. I'm not saying he was bad. Ted Danson it, was, was, it was still leaning towards those kind of cheesy we're not CSI. C- okay, we're, not a C- we're not a CSI podcast, so we're not right. I we wonder could be, damn it! No, do those actually exist? Do you think there's a CSI podcast? Oh, we'll yeah. be the first one! <laughs> you will not be the first one. Like, That's true. I'll, I'll tell you what, see if there was a CSI podcast, I'd be all up in that bitch. Because, I'm, 
Imagine that I could convince my gran that there was a radio station that can that played nothing but CSI <laughs> talk. <laughs> it was like she would be all up in that shit. Right, I'm gonna jump with Troy. More about CSI for a minute. Um, I'll Stephen Moffat. Well, I'll finish. What? Well, eviscerate Stephen Moffat before we finish this podcast. In a moment. In a moment. Because I'm really excited to eviscerate Stephen Moffat. Do we have to still badmouth CSI while he's in the Tesla? Not really. I, mean, I, I don't think it's CSI. Investigating the mystery of how many episodes. Lawrence Fishburne was in. Like, yeah. There's a lot of good in CSI. Look, he bad. was in the Matrix. He was outside the Matrix. Look, you can't really. That, uh, right. Tell you can't one thing about Lawrence Fishburne. He was in that Predators remake, which is a good movie, but he's meant to be a scavenger. Why does he weigh about 19 stone? If he's meant to be a scavenger that's ate nothing for about four seasons. Look, there's plenty of apocalypse movies with there that is. people in. There's like Aye, but it's, al- it's always usually described as them being a greedy arsehole and you can yeah. see why they do all that, but he lived in a cave. Mm-hmm. Sweet. But making symbols ask for a fag. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no anyway, I cannot find it. Like, no, either way. As I was but I'm pretty sure he was only in two episodes because IMDb... Wait. Debra, IMDb never lies. IMDb lied all the IMDb fucking time, man. IMDb never right. lies. Aaron, do you want my beer? No, I'm okay. I've still got one. I see that. I'll see. I'll see. I'll have one in a minute. I want a beer. Uh, you want a beer? Of course, I want a beer. Hurry up. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's go on and demolish Stephen Moffat before oh, we get started. Right, <laughs> Stephen Moffat. I thought we were still talking about CSI here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, as I was saying, the thing about Stephen Moffat is that. Right, I theorised that, because I was talking to Eddie about this uh, a while ago. This better be good, we've been waiting an hour and a half. I know. <laughs> no, but like, my theory is that the BBC are actually at a, a very important juncture. I think it's a lot to do with, I'm, I know this is going to get very meta and political, but I think it's a lot to do with the Tory government, right? Oh, fuck! Oh, <laughs> right, I no, think injections no. are causing autism. No, right. Let, and let, Stephen Moffat is causing autism. <laughs> Right, anyway, as I was saying, I think, like, because it's, it's, it's actually a fact that the BBC have been getting a lot less money, right? So when it comes to producing stuff that they need to, like, maximise the budget on, like Doctor Who, like putting it out in America... Why like, they had no Doctor Who for a year? Because it's fucked. Because, because it's fucked, precisely. Like, like, creatively, I, th- like, I don't know if it's from a creative standpoint or if it's from a financial, financial and viewership yeah. standpoint. Because I think there was a, an absolute mad consensus after that last episode well, there's, that there's, everyone didn't know what was going to happen. There's two choices. If it's financial, they're literally giving so much time because they need to save it, so they've got to make it perfect. Yeah. If it's creative, they'll do the same thing, but instead of financial, it's just, we want to make it perfect because it was so fucked. Yeah. There's three points. So we need the right writer. There's, there's, yeah. there's three points I want to make to this round. Go for it. Right. So Stephen Moffat's getting fired, right? Season four of Sherlock. Is that, is that confirmed? No, I don't think he's getting fired. I think like he's being pe- like I think he's being. He wants to like, put his creative been, genius into Sherlock. That would be no, the, no, no, no. The, the actual press release for Doctor Who said he was leaving, and he was letting Chris Chibnall take over. Right? I think what's actually happened is the BBC have said to them, "We don't want you to work on Doctor Who anymore. We need a new creative voice." And at the same time, we feel like you need to round off Sherlock because we can't afford to put it out anymore. Yeah. Right? That's and why Sherlock's taking too long. Like, I think what they'll actually do is that if they wanted to keep Sherlock on, they would keep it as single-year specials instead of doing the full series, right? Because it costs too much. Also, the fact that Doctor Who, creatively, it's not great. 
m money-wise, it doesn't make any sense to run because it doesn't return any money. It's for a niche fan base. Even in America, it's a niche fan base. Do you know what's got a, Do you know, just... Oh, God, I was thinking about Dr. Earlier. I was thinking about Sherlock. It's actually got a manga in Japan. Yeah, I showed you that. It looks did you? No, you did show me brilliant. I, I showed you the anime parody that somebody did. That, oh, that was a weird. That was a Doctor Who one. That was nuts. That was nuts. It was, looked good though. Mm -mm. I figured. Uh, it was good. <laughs> no, no, it did not. <laughs> no, but all I could think was with. Yeah, the, it may have been animated well, but it didn't yeah. fucking look good. But me, <laughs> like, it was not animated well. <laughs> I want to actually address something because like, this Steve, is your three points. Steve Moffat. Yeah, but there's one last thing. We're going to get to your Moriarty how he di didn't die. Oh yeah, I told oh, you. Oh wait, that was a pr that was a Sebast Sebastian Morans is, is, pre is pretending that he's still alive. You just take Brad Pitt for Snatch and make him the new protege. Essentially. Why would anybody think? I don't know why anybody assumes Moriarty is alive. No one has his face on the screen. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the point. It's is obviously that, someone else. Yeah, they're trying to tout the fact that Mori that it's like, ooh, is Moriarty still alive? Fuck off. If he was still alive, oh, we'd still be like, no, the idea this. of him is still alive. That's clearly what. Yeah, that's essentially. Uh, right. Right. That's, that, I agree with you. That's the. Yeah. I think that's. Let's go, Stephen Moffat. Go. Stephen Moffat. Go. Anyway, with, with Moffat, I think it is the case that with Moffat, I'm just going to say that he's killed Doctor Who. Mm. Unfortunately, yeah. he's taken a show that, look, it was never perfect. Doctor Who has never I would, been, no, I'm going It never this. needed to be but perfect. It's, like, it's got so much possibility. It's actually a man with a time machine that can barely die. He can go on forever with a time machine. How do you run out of ideas when anything can happen? Well, yeah. when it's had that many seasons, that many episodes. I no, it's not even that. It's not even that. They restrict themselves from becoming too science fictiony. And Are you fucking kidding me? No, no. But Deborah's got a point. And they don't introduce science ideas fiction. of like multiple universes. You know, like mad. Uh, yeah, the whole oh, point. Right, yeah. Doctor Who. So they keep it to Doctor kind of. It ends up being, as we say, kind of monster of the week type deal. Unfortunately, that's kind of the format. Yeah. But. With, with a better team of writers with more varied writing it would have done much much better that's the point brings us back to your point it's yeah. bad arc writing it's bad arc writing it's better single like, story and methods. I think that's why I was so frustrated with Hellbent because right you literally had an arc from the it very beginning well. yeah it was built well but unfortunately it was it, it in the making yeah. to find this fucker not even that it was th th this is literally nine series worth of Dramatic build-up at the, the very at the no. very beginning of the show, he is pining for Gallifrey. The show, the, the one planet he wasn't able to save in this his home planet, right? And Such then a good fucking Batman. It is. is. Even it was in the paint, and I was like, I was hyped. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that's the thing. The day it the was doctor, just these pure look sixty sci-fi boom people. Yeah. Go, boom, the, 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 I know the, the big colors, and I was like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Like that's the thing is that like the Doctor Who fandom, I think, are very well. They're not divided. I think two thirds of the fandom love the day of the Doctor, and another third of it say it's way too fan servicey, and also mm. the fact that Stephen Moffat was the one that got to write it. However, I th I err on the side that this is a story that Moffat spent a lot of time on and knew that this is how he wanted to take the arc make it something new while also being something that celebrated Doctor Who and I think that was a good balance yeah. but my point is is that they yeah, thought that was okay I think that like if they were going to round off the arc of Doctor of the Doctor trying to find Gallifrey Moffat does this thing right unfortunately like he seems to underestimate what the Doctor Who fandom actually is right when Doctor Who fandom looks at it 
they see something with infinite potential, like you were saying. Especially they when s- it went to America. Yeah, exactly. We've got you know some- what Americans are like. Yeah, they're like bombastic and making. Sorry, America. Right. But he's right. I- <laughs> Fuck you, America. I'm, gonna- <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. Moffat thinks that you can just do whatever he wants with Doctor Who and get away with it because infinite possibilities. Yeah. That's not what it's about. He it's about he can ex- always bring it around, but he can't. Yeah. Because there is a point where you can get it to where no matter how much time travel, no matter how many universes you have... There's only two. There's mm-hmm. only two. There's the one that Rose is trapped in and ours. Yeah, we don't know that. We don't know that. Even if you had a fucking any amount of universes, there is a point you can take it to where you're like, okay... That's never gonna leave everyone's mind. You can be nine universes over in a universe where the doctor is a two foot midget who can extend himself to be nine million foot long. Like nonsense, whatever. You what the fuck is that? I'm Jamie, they prefer the dwarf. Right, fine, whatever. How many bottles of beer have you had? About twelve. <laughs> <laughs> right, you can do whatever you want. But then you'd also remember, oh, remember that time that Clara had a flying dino? Oh. <laughs> like, it would still, it would still oh, ruin it! I'm triggered! You remember, you were going to say something. Do you remember everybody wanting the immortals? It's like, oh, a spin of seas with Clara and, oh, what's her name from Game of Thrones? Um, and then all like that. She was literally called me, that was her oh, name. Oh god, me. imagine that, we want Clara and me, the immortals, that'll be a cool spin-off. And I went, one, maybe two, not in a diner. Three, <laughs> they are literally both young women. Yeah, they will not look the same forever. Yeah. That is impossible. It will but never. The happen. point is, is that that episode literally. I I'm gonna say it. Everything about that episode takes every good thing about New Who, scrumples it up, puts a highlighter color over it, and fires it in the bin. Because Moffat's idea of writing a story for rounding that off was taking an idea, quickly rounding it off. And just saying, oh, it's Doctor Who, they'll buy anything. You could, you can't take a, an arc from a person, like, from a character who's like, who's got this place in popular culture and you I get know. meta about it. You can't say that you've, you've got this place of pain. He gets to the other end, right? What does he do? Okay, he gets there. He's been, pu- he's been through hell to get home, right? What does he do? Forgets everything. He, no, not even that. No. He gets there. He gets there. He wants to save Gallifrey. He does that. Fair enough. From Rassilon, then yeah. from big collar man, and then he literally gets involved with Gallifrey's politics. How do I save you guys? Because I want to bring back or like, and then out of all of that, he betrays them to save Clara, a person oh. who's been so underdeveloped. I don't know who she is. I literally have no idea what kind of she person died like five yeah, She died like five episodes before as well. Yeah, and that's another thing. I had another problem with, with Doctor Who. Death is not a consequence anymore. You could die like twice and it Doctor Who's literally got his time machine and the dragon balls. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Death is not Let's not forget how many times Rory died. That just got... Like, yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Can we please address this one more time? Is Rory plastic or not? No. Yeah, well, no. In, in the real... Okay, right. Someone tell me yes or no, no is he no, still plastic no, in reality? Right. They rebooted it and he was human again. How? Right. I don't Simple. remember it happening. He skipped a lot of the crack in the wall stuff, Jamie. No, but I remember him coming back as plastic, and then like the world got rebooted. Did that make him not plastic? It was never explained. Yeah, yeah, then... yeah. The, it rebooted and it made him not plastic. Remember Why the... and how? Remember the episode where he kept. We have jumped into that. Right, we're talking about series five in no, which. Because he got chucked back in time. We need to explain it otherwise. We do! He got chucked back in time. 
Yeah. You explain then, it. You fucking explain it. But then Rick, he was plastic. <laughs> you tell the microphone, James. He was plastic. He got chucked back in time, and so did Amy. But they both die at the same time. So is he oh just God, oh buried <laughs> as a plastic man for eternity? We have ruined Doctor Who just by you explaining what the it's fuck fucking, that was. It's a skeleton <laughs> and a Ken doll. <laughs> like, is he just we are hand the gun? Is he just like holding a skeleton hand for like nine million years until me? Do you think he's all smooth down there, like an action of man? Of course he, he is. has no cock. His hand's a fucking gun. So is his dick? Probably is. <laughs> He's got a ray gun in his voice and he pisses petrol out of his wee crotch. That's when he gets his fucking PTSD for the Roman Crusades and he wakes up and shoots Amy in the face with his hand. What, a skeleton? No, his robot hand when they were... Well, she, has, she has a scaling. Martin said that. Can we please get back to this three-step Moffat thing? We're off it again. Oh, you, no, no. My final point wasn't even a third step. I'll just say there was actually was like a two mirror, and a half. There was a mirror article. Um, apparently, like, and this adds to my theory about series ten, right? So Chris Chibnall is it definitely come back? Yeah, it's definitely it has come, come back. back after Christmas. Um, right. but Moffat's fucked it in a way that is not. Like I feel like they're gonna have to do something miraculous to bring it back, otherwise it's dead. The state is Doctor doesn't know who Clara is, and he's off on his own. Yeah, but you picture what the next series is, right? So the next series is the Doctor. Right. Did you know a lassie called Ben? Bill. <laughs> <laughs> ben and Bill. Bill and Ben, the fucking no, flower no. uh, and the wee diner. <laughs> I actually, I actually can't believe I fucked that one. No, as as Bill. Now she seems okay. She seems like a good companion. But obviously I can't tell because I've not seen her in an episode yet. But you know who else is going to be in the TARDIS? Nardo. Yeah. Matt Lucas. No. Matt Lucas, who's With reprising... He's re- not I. He's reprising what, is he going to fucking Zord on it in the middle of the fucking he's TARDIS, repri- man? Right in the big tube! He's, repri- <laughs> he's reprising his role from last year's Christmas special. That was terrible. That was terrible. Like, no, yeah, I, actually, just I actually gonna, disagree. I just that, want the daughter to be a pure, chilled out dude companion that they can run about getting drunk and fucking up the universe. Just well, look, do it like a me- Just do a mad universe reset with River Song as a doctor, because she could do a great right, speaking doctor. Of, speaking of resets, I'm going to finish my point. Right. So, after this series, Chris Chibnall's taken over. Now, there, this caused a big stink with the Who fan. What pa- he wrote for Doctor Who that we would know? Like, Chris Chibnall. Right, he ha- he's. He's written things like, have you seen the episode with the dolls in the house? Yes. Matt Smith one. Yes. He wrote that. Yeah, it wasn't that great. <laughs> no, no, the thing is, he's actually an okay writer. You know what else he wrote? Broadchurch. Oh. Broad so Church there you go. Yeah, so he knows yeah, how to do character arcs, he knows how to do a big series. So he might actually be able to pull this around. Dude, he's now, had plenty of time. Yeah. Now, what, but, but what I'm saying is, it's like... But too much time, if you ask me. Series no. 10, I honestly think, if it doesn't do well... Doctor Who's going back off air. You think? I think it'll do a reset. Nah, I think I'm right. No, no, because that's the thing. According to this Mirror article that got leaked, because like you see this in the tabloids all the time, right? Now the the Who fandom tend actually came out and said, look, if you take some of the tabloids as serious, then it's not going to happen. I you can do anything. Like if you no, no, but what I'm going to say is, is that unfortunately the tabloids have gotten things right with Doctor Who almost nine times out of ten yeah. because of because of things like leaks etc. They had actually leaked the story about Chris Eccleston leaving um, before the official BBC announcement. They had gotten things like David Tennant leaving a, about a year before he was planning to leave. I thought he didn't want to leave. 
he didn't want to leave. He didn't want to but go. But, but apparently, shocking. <laughs> yeah, apparently he was theorising about going and then somebody leaked that to the papers and everyone said, ah, he's planning on leaving. And then it has some pretty good success. Now, and that's the thing. There must be somebody in the BBC that is leaking this stuff to the tabloids. So that's why I'm thinking. Now, what according to this Mirror article is that Capaldi's getting tossed. Mm-hmm. Bill's getting tossed, like the Pearl, Ma- Pearl Mackey's character, who's only going to have one season. Now, I, I actually think that those first two are bullshit. I think that's something Capaldi that's Capaldi's brilliant. Good, yeah, man. I don't think that will happen. I don't, I don't think know about Bill. And if they do do that, that's a, a stupid idea because yeah. he's a good doctor. From what I've seen about Bill, what's her name? Sorry, um, Pearl Mackey. Pearl, right? From Pearl, I'm sure she's doing her best, but like they, they've written the character a bit like, oh, I'm just here for a laugh, and all that. like she's just she's not. They're trying to sub in that. The, the chilled out dude pal no shut up but like, they've just they need, I don't uh, know why I think they've written they've written her from what I've seen is little bits I've only seen like one it's her talking about her dial if you go just go up the stairs yeah and exactly like, it's like maybe, maybe she is maybe like if they write like, like that's the thing we haven't seen anything exactly we don't know anything yet like if it's always like that where she's always going they're cyber men, they're slow and all that. You're, you're gonna get fed up with that joke really fast. Yeah, I, I'm gonna give it a chance. Of and course, you give okay. everybody a chance. Every companion I view openly whenever they come around, even Nardole, I'm gonna give a chance. Like, like people have no patience for that guy. They have no idea why he's in there. But I'm willing to give it a chance because he might be an interesting character for the Doctor to deal with. Now, of course, the tabloids also said that depends what year appar- they take him from. Apparently, it is gonna be like a soft reset, like a reboot, almost like. Oh, because he's forgotten everything. They Almost, don't, don't yeah. Don't do a soft reboot like that. That's such a shit way of doing it. Like, oh, I kind of remember things, but I don't remember Clara. Yeah, but like, apparently it's going to be a reset and they're even going to do, do it. Don't do it like that. Do it like this. Do it, bring the master back, or the mistress at this point, and have her nick the TARDIS and fly it right into the big bang and fuck everything up. Yeah. Like, do it like that. Do a hard reset and then bring out... All your recurring cast. And Deborah's shaking her head while she's no. doing no, her sudoku. It's just, it's just <laughs> fuck it, man. Bring out all the old cast. Bring Mickey back and have him be the doctor. Oh, yeah, but there's Mickey. no point doing that, Jamie. Why the fuck not? Because the actors doctor. don't want to do that. And plus, if he did that, like, if he did that, it would just be regurgitating the stuff he'd want to put. Nah, and it's not enough, about fair, that. Fair enough, fair enough. I will give you that. But like, if you're doing a reset, don't fucking hash around it because he's from Beauty's memory. You know, that's like, that's like people showing they have to bury Sophie. He's like, we well, don't fuck around. Bury her! Bury the old shit and get a good one. But my point is, is that. Wait, this. Oh, brought up before. Why didn't she just tell him it was her he was on about? Yeah, I know. It wasn't like the one with David Tennant when he, if he remembered things, they would sense his Time Lord brainwaves and they'd fucking figure him out. No. It was just, let's not tell him because fuck him. Yeah. Right, I think now is uh, a good time to round off my opinion because, like, yeah. So uh, this is like our ca- catch-up <laughs> podcast. I feel, I feel like we've covered a lot of grounds, but I also want to I feel say like you've just got me angry. Yeah, <laughs> but guess what? If series ten sucks, Stephen Moffat's the guy that killed Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> having sent is so good. Yeah, but having sent is so, so good. I just want them to have one person that says. Look, this is the overlapping arcs that we're going to do for this series, this 10, 15 part series. Yeah. And then, if there's any of that weekly monster stuff, mm-hmm. bring Stephen Moffat back. He can do one offs. We know he can. Uh huh. Just have him do a one off that's nice. But have someone yeah. that can actually get a good, solid story that needs 20 episodes to be dripped and drabbed, and then have a nice five episode finish. Yeah. We because need that. It just needs. 
Jamie's saying himself, you don't fuck about with soft resets. And Doctor Who needs to be scary again. Agreed. Especially when you look at the thing that David Tennant didn't want to leave, then he got left, and then look at what he's doing lately. Look at everything David Tennant has done since Doctor Who. I know. He wanted to do dark, he wanted to do scary, he wanted to do more meaning. He didn't want. He even said he was apprehensive to leave when he knew that Stephen Moffat was coming on. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know nearly enough about Stephen Moffat's efforts. I just. I want Doctor Who to be good. I've always been this kind of casual Doctor Who fan. I watched it after the X Factor when I was seven, after. Like. That was that was me, yeah. and I but got shit scared when I was young by the gas mask one. But as soon as I really, really don't remember <laughs> nearly enough about the crack in the wall, fuck knows what they you don't the impossible girl. The po- fuck knows what never saw. The point is about really, Doctor really Who. Fuck Doctor knows. Who doesn't need to be this like I know we we joked about this earlier on. It doesn't have to be this holy thing. It just needs to be something that we can latch onto. It needs to be good sci-fi. It's got to be a bit more present than it is currently. Yeah, it just seems like it's too caught up and it's like, oh, we're British, well, we're doing this thing. They think like, they're too self-referential and too aware to of themselves. Too, like, this is what I'm fucking fed up with Sherlock for, because three episodes, I know they're an hour and a fucking half, but three episodes every year and a half? Two years? Two years has been an hour Like, yeah. come on, man. You've got to give people more content. I get, you know what? I think what we'll do is, like, see before Christmas time, we'll do, I think we should do uh, an episode dedicated to Christmas specials. Uh, talk about, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, 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 yeah. But, and then after that, we'll talk about Doctor Who and Sherlock after Christmas. Because yeah. I, I think after New Year's, because Sherlock Star Wars will be there then. Oh, yeah, oh, Rogue yeah. One as well. We need when, to Rogue when One Rogue One out? Um, 17th. The 17th. 17th. Yeah. Shit, I think we're off. 18th, 19th, 20th, 20th, 20th I, don't know, I, I don't know when I'm going to see it. I might see it with the boys, but I don't know. Um, no, but if we can all see it. What are your social plans out? No, but we, we, we're all off. Me and Jamie are off all the way up to the 22nd. Basically, um, we'll all watch Rogue One and do a thing about I that. I think what and we'll Christmas do specials. next is we're going to do a Rogue One episode, maybe. And Christmas specials. And we're going to do Christmas specials as well, because I, I, like we can do both in the same night. Then we'll if come want, back. We'll give you a Christmas bumper pack of our episodes. Home alone in that. Home alone <laughs> in that. And well, then we'll come back and we'll do one after New Year when we've got Sherlock episode one at least. That, yeah, exactly. Right, right, guys, right. What's the best Home Alone? One. Two. Three. <laughs> oh, shit! No, I'm, I'm gonna, three. I'm gonna, right, that's time to sign off the podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to bottle this cunt. <laughs> <laughs> right, um, right, thanks for joining us for this episode. fucking four. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining us for the nether region, guys. Because I know we've been off for a while and I know this was a big, fu- that was a big gap. Of a mess we, as well. We're, we're, we're not going away. We're still going to bother you guys. So, <laughs> right. Um, thanks for tuning in. Cheers, um, guys. We'll see you before Christmas. Nighty night. Good night, guys. Cheers. <laughs> Bye. Cheers. <laughs>